0: Today's guest is a uh, fellow Louisiana native comedian. Um, he is he is one of a kind. You can see him tonight at the La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego, uh, and touring all across America. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark Normand. <laughs> Uh no. Just going for it. Yeah, I just like having. I don't know what it is, man. This year, I, I got, I, started feeling like so uncomfortable sometimes that sometimes it gives me like a little bit of like a. I don't know if it almost makes me feel like I'm in like disguise almost.
1: I do the same with sunglasses. Do I you? I feel better with sunglasses on. It's like a poker game. I don't want you to know what I'm doing. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I have this constant perception or this constant fear, something that everybody knows what I'm thinking, even though they don't. Me
1: too. Just, that's why I can't look people in the eye, because I feel like they can see into my head Oh yeah. in a weird... This is all gold, by the way. We're missing it.
0: No, nah, we're, we got it.
1: We got it. Ah, oh, shit. I blew it. Hold <laughs> on. Let me get a little closer. I'm a weirdo. No, these shares are limited. That's the thing. Yeah.
0: Um, this is nice, man. Good digs. Yeah, thanks, man. We've, it's been a little over three years that we've been podcasting now.
1: This is the new medium. This is changing the game, you know? It's interesting, huh? Yeah, New York is way behind.
0: Yeah, wh- why is that? Do you feel like New York is behind in the podcast world?
1: Well, we're such purist cunts, you know? We're, we're, we think we're cool and great, and it's all about the art. And then over here, you guys are like, well, I'd like to make some money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh, we don't have any money. Look at Dave Attell. Dave Attell is brilliant comedian funniest guy on the planet he's walking around with a cvs bag yeah and a black hoodie on yeah somebody and he, said he had graffiti on his back the yeah, yeah he probably fell asleep at a train station <laughs> yeah. and then joe rogan is you know driving 17 cars and uh living in a, in a warehouse you know yeah. you know so drinking space blood yeah 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 so we gotta we gotta take a little note from you guys on that yeah, but do you, it's kinda of picking up you have a podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Tuesdays with stories, baby. It's cooking finally.
0: And um and I know people love um Chris DiStefano and Giannis's podcast. They're killing it.
1: Up. They're killing it. Um, Tim Dillon, we got oh, he might have moved here actually. He, he moved, here? He moved oh, here? That fat homo. I know. Damn huh? it. Well you got we got Schultz. Yeah, you got Schultz over there leading All right. the charge. All right. fashion. Yeah. He's got that, I think it's so funny, bro. I know, it kills. That guy is a
0: marketing guru. He's wild, bro. He's such a sand Christian, isn't he? Doesn't he? When you look at him, he has a very, if you look at Andrew Schultz, where do you feel like he's from? I feel like he has the most ambiguous, I don't know what ambiguous means, Jewy,
1: Middle Easterny, or could be Italian, could be Russian, yeah, you're right. And he's got the cheese stash, and that throws you off. Is his Uber driver? Is he a DJ? Yeah, yeah. You'd drive Uber Black though. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) And he would know about all the cool nightclubs and shit.
0: He'd have he'd have probably some pussy in the trunk.
1: (laughs) Oh, trunk
0: pussy—that's the best kind. Something would be in the trunk that was for sale if he were driving Uber Black.
1: Right, right. Yes, like old VCRs or some shit or Blu-ray. How about he have Blu-ray? What, what is Blu-ray? I've always heard about it. Is I, that the uber black of DVD? I think it is. I think it's
0: just something else that they try to like really upsell people on, because I don't think it really, Blu-ray never really took off.
1: Well, I worked at Blockbuster, not bragging, mm-hmm. and there was like the Blu-ray section was like, oh, shit, look at this guy. It was like VIP. It was velvet roped and had bottle service over there. It yeah. was different, <laughs> but I never got it.
0: Dude, yeah, I never, I never had Blu-ray. Actually, it scared me because it seemed like it wasn't going to, catch on
1: yes yes exactly exactly that's why like, i never did it like bitcoin yeah
2: i oh. heard uh there was Jeez. a sorry there was a huge uh fight in the beginning between hd dvds and blu-ray they were kind of like similar both better than regular dvds but blu-ray won because the porn industry adopted it
0: oh, oh. porn is big mm-hmm. porn is so powerful do you watch i try not to watch but i have watched probably within the last 11 hours I same that. same yeah it, I had a blocker on my phone and it quit working. When I once the blocker worked on my phone, it worked for about two and a half years.
1: You had a cock blocker,
0: it, yeah, literally. Wow,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> bro, it wiped it out of my. Eye. There was no. I can't access it on my computer, but on my phone I can. And uh, I, I need to get a new blocker. Yeah, but, but it's it changed tough. my game when I got the phone blocker. I was off for months and months.
1: Well, you know, porn is dangerous because if you don't watch it for five days and then you look at it again, you're like, "Whoa!" It, yeah. Like it comes all back to you. Like this is amazing, but yeah. it is, it's bad for you. Yeah. It, it hits all the senses. It's too much. It's like ketchup. It's too dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see anal and Asians and Jews. Oh. It's tough. And are there? I don't know. If, is there a Jew section on there? I don't know. There should be. There should be like uh, like Nazi porn yeah there's every other kind of porn there's racist porn there is that's a category racist porn yeah and it's like you know oh they got the asian they throwing egg rolls at her and shit oh i mean I, I didn't make that up that's real yeah no it doesn't seem like something you would just fabricate <laughs> if it was it'd be pretty good <laughs> yeah. uh china has nazi themed bars oh i could see that yeah but it's not like we hate jews it's just they existed and you know that's a theme
0: the China have do you, have you been over there to do stand up I
1: did some Shanghai and I saw the Great Wall and all that yeah not a not a humorous people Mm-mm. I mean we're doing better now with the the Ali Wongs is she Chinese uh, oh boy here we go I'm, I'm Shane gillising right now but uh yeah yeah he's Chinese
0: enough I think
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah something's up yeah. Ronnie Chang he's got to be Chinese he's got to be Chinese if he's not
0: Chinese dude then we quit yeah
1: he's if he's not Chinese he's Russian. She, oh, she's from
0: Pacific Heights. She's from San Francisco.
1: Oh, so there you go. Yeah. that's
0: Chinatown. Yeah, that's the trolley. That's
1: the trolley Chinese. They call them. She's very, very funny. Big fan of the Wong. Yeah. Um. Oh, Kobe. So I, I went into Pornhub last night. I went into the search because I like the compilations. Mm-hmm. And Kobe Bryant was the first first thing that popped up. Wow. Isn't that wild? That means that's how people mourn.
0: People want to get in there and see. Kobe Bryant pornography. You think, I guess is it women that look like Kobe, or is it is it men? Or is I didn't
1: it, I didn't click on it, but I think it's uh, I think I guess ladies or gay guys are like I want to oh. fuck uh, or watch a Kobe like guy fuck.
0: I'm sure there's a lot of men who are getting. Uh, like kind of lean gay men who are black men, tall
1: men, who yeah. are getting
0: probably extra work right now yes. on the escort circuit. And yes!
1: Stuff. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. this guy died, let's bring him in. Yeah, do you have a jersey? Come on over. You yeah, know? I wouldn't think like that. uh uh-uh. You know, I liked uh, Ralphie Mae, but I'm not Googling that, although yeah. he's not sexy, but... Yeah, but I'm not gonna eat 40 Tyson <laughs> dinners and jerk off somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and a bus, exactly. You know? yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. And R.I.P. Ralphie Mae, that's so crazy how, it's so wild how quickly... Someone goes from being here to being gone, isn't it? It's just so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's an eye opener. you kind of go, shit. I could go in any minute. I got uh, family and then my friends and what if they go and yeah he had a lot more to do. I feel like do you
0: yeah, that's the feeling and also and also that he just got done really working like yeah, you know, that whole stretch of like being a, a, a athlete like even though it's glorified and stuff a lot of times and it's a popular job and people love seeing it. It's also it's still a ton of work. It's like oh yeah, that man was. Wor- I mean, he played in the oh, summer yeah. leagues. He played on the Olympic teams. I mean, that was working for twenty years.
1: Totally, totally, and it's kind of why he crashed because he was he was doing so much that he couldn't sit in LA traffic, mm. so he had to get helicopters. But I'm not a big NBA guy, but I watched his documentary and it blew my mind because mm. it it relates to stand up. You can put a you know a parallel and uh, just hard-working, and what there's a story of him. He went to basketball camp as a kid. And, like, three months of camp didn't score one basket. Wow. Not one. And he said he felt like he let his dad down because his dad was a player. He let his uncle down. And then he just kept working and became the best.
0: Yeah, I think that's one thing that, like, because I've never been a big Kobe fan. I was a big Jordan fan. Yeah. You know, Zion's got me back into the NBA, some with the Pels. I like Zion, yeah, yeah. It's exciting. Um, but I, I always marveled at how, what, how he had, People from around the world really gravitated towards him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, and I marveled at his work ethic. It just seemed like there was nobody else, like in the fourth quarter of games and stuff, who was who. It seemed like not only wanted the ball, but it was was going to be able to handle it better than anybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was tough and scary and competitive, but. I feel like as he grew, he got more uh, gentle and and, uh, loving. Like he would shout out to the younger guys, like you're doing great. And we've all been, you know when you start out in stand up, you're like, who's this young cum guzzler coming up on my heels? And then after a while, you're like, wait, I'm good, he's good, why can't we all be good? Yeah. And I'm gonna give him a nice tweet. Do you think, like was there something that like,
0: like say when like a death like that happens, is there something that you kinda think like, like sometimes I wonder like where does it hit me, like does it hit me that I'm like, like uh, scared of like leaving, scared of missing people. Like I wonder like what is it about like specifically about death that like, you know, really gets me the most?
1: Well I think it's a couple things. One, it's it's just so final. There's no like next try or let me redo. And then Right, there's no more email. There's not like another email. you don't get another email. Nothing, nothing. You know, you write a bad tweet, you delete it, you write another one. This is it. Yeah. Your your typos out there. Two, you wanna be you wanna have put like a a little dent on the earth a little bit, like have some videos, some photos, some change, and he's got kids. I know. Ah, the whole thing sucks. It should have been uh, should have been Curry. Is that nah, Curry, you think? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. It would have been too harsh. I think if he, if it would have been Sam
0: Perkins, you remember him from the Sonics? Want to bring up oh, a picture of wow. Sam Perkins, pull, please? Pull
1: up Perky. Yeah. It's been a
0: while. He's, he's one too. of the first extremely stoned players to play well. But also Kobe He shot a three into the stands one time no. completely the wrong way, yeah.
1: Wow, that's yeah, he's one of be a put kind. to death for that. Oh, I was pitching a white guy. Sam Perkins. I don't remember him. Oh yeah, one of a kind, dude.
0: And he definitely Oh, look at those corners he has in that.
1: Yeah, it's sideways,
0: like yeah, a diagonal corn. Yeah, like the kind of like the Asian corn, like when they planted on the mountain. <laughs> right,
2: right. He played at North Carolina with Michael Jordan, too. Wow. Ah,
0: he was one of a kind um so cool is there is there a lie sometimes i you know what i sadly is when i think about dying i don't want to have like lies out there that i've told oh that. yeah because everything's just at that point it's like when you it
1: it's all coming out yeah oh yeah that's it and you can't fix anything you have no control and right. if you die like that that's it yeah that's how you're dead you're fucked
0: yeah, I used to think sometimes whenever however you die that that's how you like are in heaven. So like ah. if you die like this, you know. Yeah. Then you gotta walk around like that, you know. Yeah, but isn't
1: heaven supposed to be perfect and great and all that? Yeah, but I don't think they do like a lot of like chiropractic work up uh, there. Yeah, they're so
0: not doing like, Botox and shit. Yeah, they're not remodeling you before you get there. You show up like if you got hit by a train, you know, you're that.
1: But that means everybody in heaven's gonna be all yeah, wacky probably. and shit faced and weird and run flat from being run over or smushed. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I yeah. think it'd be great. You got a heroin I think you'll
0: know what happened to the guy? Right,
1: you know? right I guess. Oh, damn, but... you got a bunch of dog bites on you. That's
0: a tough way. <laughs> yeah, to, you got to a bullet it. hole right here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you are gonna know immediately. Yeah, if people have that bullet hole. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang bro. Uh, some guys walk around with a spear. <laughs> yeah. He's five hundred years old. Musket wound, scurvy,
0: um, AIDS. Yeah, it's so scary, man. It's just so and just. i and has no control. You have no control over it either. And when I got back to LA, I felt it. I really oh, felt yeah. it at the airport. It was like, oh man, like you know, there's just so many Kobe fans.
2: I know, there's I know, so
0: many.
1: And it's kind of nice that in this world of canceling and PC and all that, that he he got in trouble for whatever he did. I don't want to get into it. Yeah. And we can still mourn the guy. We don't have to sit there and go, well, actually, uh, it's like shut up. Let us have this. The guy's dead. Enough with your bullshit. Right. You know
0: yeah, and I think that it's one of the reminder. Yeah, it's like almost this. It's almost like this so necessary reminder for humanity that we all have so many mistakes. You yes, know? That yes. Like, there's this. There's this weird like pressure,
1: especially with social media, where it's this perfection that's not. Yeah, it's so unrealistic. I know. Like in the nineties, it was hey, nobody's perfect, and now it's hey, if you're not perfect, we'll figure it out and kill you. Yeah. And then it annoys me. and I don't want to get too queefy on here, but these douches on twitter that just shit on you you're homophobe you're racist you suck you blah, blah, blah. and then a guy kills himself and they go hey if you're feeling sad reach out what are you doing about it? it's like you did this yeah, yeah. you're the you're the piece of shit you're the yeah. poison out here you're ruining us stop yelling at me you fucking whore yeah. ah it drives me crazy
0: <laughs> joe i was listening to rogan last night at the comedy store and honestly like he has some new material that's some of the no joke some of the best stuff i've ever seen oh yeah seen. wow uh it's just so good man and it's it's, it's exactly about like that kind of stuff, the cancel culture in this, the level, like how just
1: it's some people that are
0: doing all of this yes, damage. The loud voices. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then what's weird is when, you know, you see these people on Twitter going, oh, shut up. Cancel culture is not a thing. Get over yourself. And you're like, well, I mean, it's, we're talking about it right now. Therefore, it's probably exists. I don't, yeah. I don't remember hearing this term 10 years ago. Right. So it's obviously there. People are getting fired and, you know, killing themselves and shit. So something's up. Well, it's weird. It's
0: like if you, well, like it's funny because even like with Ari Shafir, you know, with Ari's tweet and Ari's, yes. uh, you know, and it just came up on TMZ. I just saw somebody sent me a link. Um, I don't know. Something just happened today with it. But um, I, it was like, oh, wow, this guy is, you know, Ari is getting, can- he's like, he's getting canceled in the, in the sense of like. I think a lot of people who maybe didn't even know about him... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...are now just, they hear his name and that that it's no good, that he's no good. Right, right,
1: you get a stigma, you're done,
0: kind of. I think a lot of his fans who were his fans for his dark edgy style and his, like, totally graveyard sort of Alfred Hitchcock... Um, kind of, you know, his ambiance, yeah, drug yeah. ambiance, his shtick, or they, they, they are probably they love it. They have to be accepting of it at least if they know that that's what he's into. Yes, yes. Um, what was that? What was uh?
2: There was a we had a video question one of our listeners sent in about this. Okay. Uh oh.
3: Hey guys. Hey Theo. Hi Mark. Love you guys both. This is Ivan. Uh, hey from hey. Paso, Texas. Um, hey Ivan. Huge twos, gay. Uh, ah, by the that's way. my pod. And. Um, I was just wondering what Mark thought about the Kobe video that Ari Shafir did. Um, I know Theo Vaughn said in his podcast that it was just a whole mess of a situation that, you know, children died. It, you know, that there is free speech, but to expect, you know, the, the wrath and um, consequences that will come from that. And I was just wondering what Mark thought since I know they're both uh, good friends. And I know like Ari, Mark likes to push the envelope too on his comedy. And oh, he's yeah, a real mailman. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> was it funny? Maybe should it have just been a Twitter draft? I don't know. Let me let me know what you guys think. And please come to El Paso. Uh, I the border loves you. I think the border loves you. <laughs> mm. but,
1: uh, yeah, I uh, love the honesty. Uh, you guys both take care, yeah. gang, gang. Gang, Ivan. Thank you,
0: thank you, brother. Go. That's a good. It's nice that he listens to both of our podcasts. Isn't that it? is nice.
1: Yeah, pods are big. But if you really want to know my Ari thing, I, I just think uh, who gives a fuck? He's he's a he's a dirtbag. This is his thing. He's a friend of mine. This is he's always done this. And for some reason this Kobe one really hit home with people. And so he just he's always made these kind of jokes when someone dies, but for some reason this one is sticking. Yeah. And I don't give a shit, you know. He he's not a bad guy. That's the thing about Ari. He gives back. He gives so much, but people just know him as this you know, friend dosing, uh, Kobe joke making guy. Well, a lot of people are. Well, j- that's
0: the thing about some of the cancel culture stuff. It's like you, you get introduced to people for the first time only as a bad guy.
1: Yes, and I don't want to say any names, but somebody gave out his address. Oh wow! And it's a person we know, and oh, you want to wow. be like, "Hey, Dickless, what are you doing? Like, you, you're a com You know what he's doing. Stop yeah. trying to get on other people's side by. I know you're angry, but like. Also, you're introducing people to Ari's joke. So you're actually spreading it more. You, you think it's so evil. Why would you want more people to see it? Yeah. You know? And, and I, it's just so backwards. And giving out his address is basically what he's doing to Kobe. Mm. So now you're just doing the thing he's doing. So you're just as guilty and just as big of a piece of shit or maybe more. Because at least Ari was trying to be humorous. Yeah. I mean, he's a horrible comedian. So he's not <laughs> going to be funny. But at least he was trying. He doesn't. He's not hurting anybody. The guy's right. dead. But the other guy giving out the address, that could actually... Cause violence.
0: Yeah. What if somebody shows up over there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, then we should tweet out your fucking address. How about that? Yeah. And then, when does it end? Yeah. Yeah. You fucking
0: chooch. Yeah. It's so funny because Ari is a nice like Ari's letting me stay at his place. I didn't even know Ari very well. Yeah. He let me stay there for two weeks when I was in needed a place to stay in New York. I mean, that's a nice thing to do.
4: Yeah. It's he's a nice a giver. thing.
0: Stay in. You know, you can stay in my place. I don't even think he charged me any. You know, didn't
1: even make me pay anything. I mean, right. Um, what do you think about the dosing with Bert? Because that really. A lot of people were on the fence on on the big Heeb, and then that just pushed him over into the into Mexico.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I don't know enough about the dosing, but I just think as far as like surprising somebody with some drugs, I think that's kind of sometimes I'm like, is that some of the world that they all live in? Though? Ah, you know, interesting. like um, I don't know what their previous history with it is. If they're like you know slipping and you know ru- you know uh, you know sprinkling some you know, some of that fucking brain glitter, some PCP, you know, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how much they're secretly hiding acid in each other's asses. Right? Like, <laughs> right. like when I was growing up, they had a thing, vajipping for a while. Girls v-jipping. would put uh, LSD in their vagina. What? Yeah. And go hard.
1: Yeah. A dick trip. Your dick will go in and, and get all Burning Man. Well, that was the thing, yeah. Whoa. It was like the girl
0: was tripping, then you get in there and get some of the trip. And so
1: it was this real... I don't mind a trip, but I don't want it through my dick hole that's that's a weird suppos <laughs> that's a way that's a wild, <laughs> yeah, that's a go, wild entrance that's a that front suppository yeah. <laughs> holy hell uh <laughs> there's nick <laughs> big nick's a creeper well he's a, <laughs> a premature baby dude so he's making up for lost <laughs> oh time, are you man. a preemie well oh,
0: yeah. you came out good he, that's what i'm saying man why a lot of these guys are going 36 and nick got out early bro nick is a hard worker
1: oh yeah i was like a c-sex really oh yeah i came out through the fucking roof Oh, wow. Or I guess maybe the, the moonroof <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something. Like that, I didn't come out through I the door. I could see
0: that. I could see you being like, I don't know, you know, is yeah. this the best thoroughfare? Right. Let me see what else is going on and here. And
1: you've all touched your mom's vag. I haven't touched, well, maybe you've touched my mom's. She's a big slut. But uh, I haven't touched my mom's vagina, which feels pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, that,
0: I guess I could see that. Uh-huh. Yeah, there is always a weird element. I think sometimes when I look at my mom and she and I both know what I did.
1: Yeah, yeah. You ruined her labia.
0: Yeah. For a while, they what? say it goes back. Yeah, I hear it's never exactly the same, but that's my buddy said that.
1: Ooh, well, maybe at had a big kid or something. Yeah, he said that. Uh, because we've all banged some MILFs and it didn't feel that different. Yeah, I don't have any
0: feelings in, in my penis at all I don't feel like. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Come on. I don't think so. I mean, it, all so many of the nerves are in my brain that it's uh-huh. so, it's like if I think hard enough I can feel something, but otherwise it's kind of like... Uh,
1: Wait, are you serious?
0: Yeah, I'm just not. I mean, yeah, like You're uh, not
1: very sensitive downtown. I don't think so. I don't What? You're I, not jizzing all over? No, not really. Dude, what? Oh, I put it in. I'm done. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, and don't worry, I got the brain stuff too. I'm going I hate yeah. myself. I'm tiny. I'm gay. All this shit, yeah, but Yeah. I don't man. have the uh Oh, you
0: got the band back together. Oh, huh?
1: like. yeah. Oh yeah. My dick's like a like a girl at seeing the notebook. It's just weeping. Yeah. It's bad.
0: Bro, the first time I ever had sex, I remember getting right up, like, literally, my penis was right outside of this girl's um, vagina. Yes. And it just, like, sneezed ejaculate, you know, (laughs) just like... Like it was so nervous or something. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: So it hit the out, So it, it, it pressure washed. Oh, definitely. And oh, it was wow. like, uh,
0: it was almost like my penis was like, I'm too sick to handle this. And <laughs> just vomited outside of this girl's yeah. uh, entryway, you know. You
1: puked and, at the table. You didn't yeah, even get yeah. to the buffet. Oh, I didn't even get there, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, you golden corralled it. And we were so ready. Everybody was so
0: ready. Ah! So then I had to pretend like I was so ready, bro. And that was crazy because I had to like, oh, hold on. I don't want to just do this. I yeah. don't to like, make up this long story. Right, and then um, I finally just got honest with her, and and she smelled like cigarettes as well. But mm. I honest, uh, then I got honest with her, and I said, "Look, I already, I'm done." Yeah, blue. I'm done. Blue, condom?
1: And no condom. Oh, right. oh, so she didn't she didn't feel the big spluge of mayo?
0: She might have. She, I think, I think she was kind of being nice because it kind of happened, uh, you know,
1: out like, like right a,
0: in the hallway. You right, know, like, I got gotcha. in the foyer.
1: Ah, yes, you're in the lobby. Yeah, damn, a lobby. Sploge. I was in the lobby. <laughs> Killer. Thanks, man. So I gotta say, uh, I've known you for 38 years now, and uh, you're you're really getting more comfortable as you. The more, every year that goes by, you're getting more um, at one with yourself. Well, thanks, man. And it, it's, it's inspiring. Thanks, bro. Because, you know, in the beginning of comedy, we all kind of pretend like we're cool, and we're not nervous, and we don't give a fuck, but we're freaking out the whole time. Oh, yeah. You know? But now I feel like you're uh, owning you. Which is very healthy. Thanks, man.
0: I'm trying to do better at it. Uh, it's definitely, yeah, it's been something. You know, like I've been on that path of like, or not a path, but you know, I got sober a couple of years ago and yeah. got into that world, and so that kind of stuff made me start to like, I don't know. It's been, it's definitely helped me with trying not to be so, like I used to be so much more angry. I'm still kind of edgy about
1: business and stuff. Makes oh yeah, me
0: scared. Same here,
1: but because um, I don't know anything about it, I feel like they're they're taking advantage of me.
0: Yeah yeah dude but i used to be on stage and always i felt like i had this thing that like i had to prove or something yeah and, yeah. Um, yeah it's been interesting man but but that's interesting about learning as we grow and growing into our voice like when i watched you on uh on joe rogan i was like oh my god dude this guy is like such a just one just like something i can't even tell what era you're from uh, well like, i was
1: i was nervous don't get me wrong oh dude totally right yeah you oh, were
0: oh my god you, you couldn't tell you were cool as a cue i was fucking so nervous well dude. i think
1: you channeled the nerves into you into like just you on steroids it, like just, you popped you, you did too i mean uh, it seemed like a lot
0: of people uh, oh you the response was great from you being on i
1: road. had a good response but uh you know i i still i got a ways to go i feel like you've honed a thing And I'm still I'm still in the path of honing I think. But I
0: think you're such a. But I think one the thing that we start to realize is that yeah we're already kind of maybe where we need to be in some ways. Mm. Because I mean I think you're such a unique. I I mean there's just nobody who who's who's has the same. It's not only the jokes, but it's also you kind of your ambiance meeting up with this Mm. this uncomfortable.
1: You know, uh <laughs> I'm uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I feel like we're blowing each it's other. It's so relatable, man. <laughs> really, I feel like I'm so weird and I uh, so. different. I don't know. It's all very strange, and we don't know what we're doing. But the journey is the fun part. We got to stop and realize that. You know, yeah. we're 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 gonna be 88 one day. We're gonna be like Mel Brooks and fucking Carl Reiner going. Those were great times. I wish we had stopped and soaked it in a little. Do you think, as comics, it's hard
0: to enjoy stuff,
1: though? Oh, completely. You're just worried about the next thing. You're always thinking about the future. When's my next gig? What's this? Does this, this guy hate me? I got I to gotta make up with him. That girl's uh, yelling at me. I got to work on that. But just think, like, remember back at Lucy's? Yeah. We were on the fucking... Yeah, we did
0: Lucy's together. That's a bar in New Orleans that had an upstairs show. And it yeah. was a great room for a great show. Great
1: room. Great room. But I didn't know what was going on. Uh-uh. I knew you had done some stuff, so that was exciting. But now you're in, I'm in your studio in fucking L.A., yeah, we're That's both here. It's quite a a roller coaster of anal. Yeah, I mean a yeah. lot has happened. Yeah. That's crazy. Who's I mean Nick's here? He's yeah. a preemie. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky to be alive, yeah, you fucking water baby. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad to have you, though. I'm glad your mom didn't get an abortion. Yeah, that's true, huh? She thought about it.
2: Yeah, I'm sure she had some it. encouragement. She was supposed to stop having kids. She's schizophrenic. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I didn't know. <laughs>
2: oh, it's all good. Make all the jokes you want. Is she single?
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. I love a crazy broad. Yeah. Mark will date one of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah, man, New Orleans—that was so wild coming up in that time. I guess in New Orleans, I don't know. I felt like you guys had like such a close knit group there, and mm. I didn't really kind of fit in. But I, but I, but I did start doing comedy there in Lucy's and uh, in Brown—that that little bar that was downstairs next door across the street. Oh or something, yeah. Originally, just had a sign on the stage that said Brown on it. For yeah. Some reason. What was that? It was like a Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: the guy's like, we didn't make any money tonight. You need to stay after him and buy drinks. That's what he told me one oh, night.
1: Oh, shit. I had about
0: like 19 drinks, dude. Yeah. I drank two of them. Yeah. Uh, I was just sitting there with literally 17 drinks.
1: <laughs> yeah, you had to pay to perform when you when you were new. Yeah. Because you, like, you were in the way. Like They're like, you're lucky we're letting you do this. Here, give us yeah, money. Yeah, there
0: was no scene, really. No,
1: no. There barely is now, but it's better. But yeah, stand up it didn't even seem like a way to make a living. It was just like, let me try this. It's something to do cuz all we did was drink yeah. and try to get laid and drive around drunk and you know, do blow or whatever. But like stand up was just it felt like, let me try this thing. I got nothing going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, girls don't like me. Maybe this will be some way yeah. into women.
1: And yeah, and then my friends were like I'm moving to New York and I said, "Well, I got nothing else going on." It almost kind of helped being desperate and worthless and a loser yeah, because you had nothing attached to you and you're like, fuck it, I'll go to New York City. What's the difference? Yeah, I could go up there to stay. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, what other
0: reason? Yeah, it's like you almost have to be at this low space in yourself yes because you're like oh i'll take anything
1: right 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 because moving to new york i don't know Oh, that was so scary i didn't do that you didn't do that to la Uh ah but yeah Yeah. i got mugged three times in a year you know you're so poor you're so worthless and you don't know the city and it's before smartphones and my landlord died of aids i got bed bugs i mean the whole thing was bananas damn yeah yeah but you're just so young and drunk the whole time you're like man this is life i'm an adult Yeah, bro. You guys, I feel like now that's a different side. Where I think
0: I would understand you guys holding on to the culture more of comedy, like the the uh, you know the sort of British regalia of it Uh all, right? Because you guys really go through it there in New York. Like you're sleeping on top of you know you're sleeping on a fat guy's back for twenty dollars a night. You know you guys are really. Whereas in L.A., it's like. You can, even if you're in the
1: park here, it's nice. Yeah, that's right. The weather. Dude, I got to tell you, I'm pitching these shows that'll never get sold. And I'm at the Fox lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, you walk in. It's a big parking lot. It's a beautiful day. There's this open air courtyard. All these girls have their shoes kicked off. They got yeah. their feet up on the table. They're they're smoking vape pens. They're drinking a coffee. They got their sunglasses on. I'm like, you don't know what you got. This is amazing. You don't appreciate any of it. This is your job. You're getting paid probably like 100 grand a year working yeah. at, at TV. You're in show business. You got your shoes off at work.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're living it.
1: Living it, and they don't even know. They're like, "Uh, Uber Eats is taking a while, and you're like, shut up, cunt. You're, 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 you're living the dream. Yeah. What are you, crazy? You got a Tesla. Yeah. yeah. I have a moped. Yeah. Oh, man, it, it blows my mind, but that, that's L.A. I mean, I get it. I, I'm an idiot. I'm the weirdo. I should have moved here because- but, would you have, but you couldn't have done it different. Nah, you're right. You're right. You Not gotta go. Not in a go. bad way. It's just
0: like you, you just couldn't have done it different. Like You couldn't have gotten- you got to go with your gut. Like you got to be in New York. I mean, you got to True. be in like it had to be as you're growing over there and as you're getting more opportunities. You're like, "Holy shit." Like cuz in LA it's like you see people that have that have a different type of talent than you. You, yes. you see people that aren't ready, that don't have that a lot of times do not have some talent. Sure. And you see them get huge opportunities. Right. You know, and it and and everybody kind of backs it up. There's more of this PR kind of bullshit yeah, here. Yeah,
1: yeah. LA almost feels like a high school extended you know it's like cool clothes cool cars cool guy sneakers uh alpha yeah he he he, wins he he wins yeah yeah we're in new york it's it feels more like oh that was a clever take on that joke and it was it feels more arty a little bit Mm -hmm. like a little more intellectually like like david tell as i mentioned he looks like a hobo right but he's this brilliant guy Uh, you know He's a le-
0: yeah yeah. You always have somebody like that
1: in yeah. the building that makes
0: you check that checks the, all the levels. Yes, it's like even if he's not personally doing it, it's just him being there. Right, there's a ceiling as to what's going on.
1: Yeah, but then you go to the comedy store and I'm in the main room, green room, and you're like, look at all these sexy dudes. You know, like Brendan Schaub's a fucking chiseled fat bitch. Yeah, like he's oh, got yeah. the slick hair, the cool shoes, got a chain on. I'm like I would never even think to put on a chain. Oh, he's the white part of
0: bacon. Yeah, I yes. always call him the white part of bacon. <laughs> still That's good killer. but damn boy yeah yeah a little
1: thick and not good for you yeah he's a thick crust <laughs> oh, yeah, he and is. he's got the cheese in there too oh yeah dude. you know you stretch it and it it pulls but oh,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it's like dang, how was Jesus? I man. know, yeah. I know. But he's like seven foot one. He's got a huge piece and oh, a fat yeah. ass. It's he crazy. He has
0: one leg, dude. His other that is it's a it's a fucking penis with a knee on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow, he's got a bendy dick. <laughs> yeah, dude. he's got ligaments. Oh, dude, yeah, he can stand on his dick.
0: Yeah, that's pretty
1: crazy. <laughs> it's a kickstand, a dick stand.
0: You know what's <laughs> amazing about Brendan Man and uh, because he and I do the King of the Sting podcast, mm-hmm. and it's like he's like. To go from football, right, to fighting, mm-hmm. which you would never even imagine if you talked to him that he was a UFC fighter. I feel like. I know he's so sweet. Yeah, it's like he he's, he's like he's kind of like that American dream in a weird way of like that if you work hard, um, you can get you can make things happen. You know, yeah, like he never stops working. Right you know it's think, crazy he works so hard bro it's crazy like he's he's up in the morning he's on that bike he's yeah. got his family he's flying to Columbus this weekend he's coming right. back he's doing this podcast he's doing that and he keeps a good attitude about yes. it the whole time
1: yes positivity is very underrated yeah yeah he's very positive he looks good the whole time he's always smiling you never see him like ah fuck this shit you yeah. know and you're right he does work and and that and that, that vibe that he has
0: that's one of the things that i think a younger generation with uh-huh. comedy uh-huh. that they attract to more because they don't they don't have this kind of left uh, like this to them it's all like about it's more fun fun. yes let's have fun it doesn't matter who we are what's going on let's have a good time and that's what he has yeah whereas some of the old some of the others are we're like oh man you know yeah yeah somebody you know some i have these this doldrum inside of me and that's what keeps me going
1: not to mention people watch the news all day it's nothing but shootings and death and politics and trump and all this shit coming at you see when you see this fun loving happy go lucky guy you're like all right it's like ah i feel a little better like i can breathe a then you know because some guys you watch like Bill Burr and it's just like Dude, I fucking kill you. Your mom's a cunt, and your dad's yeah. gay, and all. And you're like, all right, all right, all right. And <laughs> then you see, you're like, yeah, I did it, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't hurt me. Uh, you feel like he's gonna give you a wedgie. Yeah. And then you see Shab, and you're like, all right, it's like a, it's like a golden retriever. Oh yeah, he's kind of like a Chewbacca. Ah yes. That broke into like a Claire's boutique and will
0: not leave, right. dude. No <laughs> matter <right>. what, bro. <laughs> yeah. He said we're we're open twenty four hours a day now. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: if a Chewbacca yeah. ran through a, a Armani exchange, yeah. yeah. And shit stuck to him yeah he's a he's a cool dude i texted with him today he's a good egg he is a good egg and man. then he, like i did his podcast once and this this is the the complete contrast of new york i pull in it's a sunny day he pulls in red ferrari i see one oh, yeah. fucking giant shoe of an air jordan hit the concrete i'm like oh who's this tom cruise <laughs> yeah. you know and it's fucking him I'm like you're a comic what's <laughs> going on but it's a it's a different era yeah, they, they, yeah, he's in that. I don't know. They just. I
0: wish sometimes that I had like the clothing confidence of like yeah. and Dalia and those I guys. I know
1: they're so sexy.
0: God, I'm just like, does this fit? This is never fit. That's the only thing I ever think when I put something
1: on. Yeah, maybe like we went to public school. Yeah, I got. I every time I'm in a dressing room at like a Gap, I put something on like a jean jacket, and I go, Hey, this looks pretty good. And all I hear is eight friends going, What the fuck <laughs> do you think you're doing? You yeah. think you can pull that off? You fucking loser. You piece of shit. or you kill yourself? And I'm like, yeah. All right. There we go. That was a fun <laughs> moment. And you put that ship right back on the hangar.
0: Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's brutal. Most of my stuff is going out into the like. Once you go out to the other mirrors outside of your room, yes, yes, and asking people if I'm a medium or a large, and then <laughs> just fucking, I start sweating so bad. Yes, and then I go home.
1: Yeah, in your home mirror, you're killing. You're like John Travolta. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, you got your hair and the air, the fucking blow dryer going. And then when you get outside, you're like, what am I doing?
0: Yeah, this is this is
1: wrong. This is never. This is never worked. But if you owned it, people would believe it. But it's it's yes. you. It's in you. It's
0: true. The thing that doesn't fit is in me, man. The medium, the large, that's all in there. The extra small, that's all going on inside of me, man. Right. Whether it's a turtleneck or a fucking sheepskin uh, vest, you know, it's all inside of me.
1: And then that's why, like, ladies will gravitate to some, like, ill-dressed yeah. ill-fitting weirdo because they're like he owns it yeah and you're like oh yeah that that's the key isn't it yeah you just gotta just gotta oh, make it your is, own yeah that
0: guy's a tire jack as a hat but he owns it
1: he owns like, it baby uh, yeah. that guy's got a yarmulke on gross but he owns, <laughs> yeah, it. But he owns it Yeah,
0: dude. that hair wallet that's what i used to call it
1: <laughs>
0: um do uh what did you like? Did you like growing up in New Orleans? Because you had a uh, wild. It was tough. Because I grew, up, I grew up outside of there. A lot of times, people, you know, would be like, "Oh, you and Mark Norman know each other, right. and I know Mark, and I know like, you know, I remember different guys in there. Wild Bill, that. Um, oh yeah, Bill Dykes. Yeah, Bill Dykes. Um, who else was Sean there? Patton. Scotland Green was oh, over yeah, there. Scotland,
1: he's funny. Yeah,
0: really neat. guy. I haven't seen. I know. You, I know you've seen him in New York over the yeah. years. Um, and then remember
1: Patton. Remember there was Neil. Stasny? Oh yeah, of course Patton. Yeah, yeah Sean Patton. Uh, D- Fouché Dane Fouché Oh Dane Fouché Yeah with he was the beard He yeah. was funny Yeah And he was so nice too Yeah that was back when Like if you were doing comedy Back then You loved comedy Because now it's kind of hip And it's a fad And everybody's like Oh for my New Year's resolution I'll do stand up You're like Ah get out of here yeah. You chooch You don't like it Yeah yeah But we had we had to do it It was like in us You know right. And we weren't making any money, but yeah, those guys all—I looked up to all you guys because you guys were a little older. You—you'd been on stage a few times, and I didn't even know how to pull the mic out. Like you forget—that's all you have to learn all that shit. Yeah, you know. And I saw you—you were so cool and collected up there.
0: Oh, it's so funny. I—I think I had like—I
1: remember your bit still. Uh, Aren't we all under the weather? Yeah, the old dad. I remember all of them. Yeah, because I didn't know how to write a joke, so I would just study and like, oh, that's what you do. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, and then I would go up there and bomb. I don't think you bombed did you no. Boy did I I bombed for 4 years I mean, yeah. I had a couple like out yeah, of a you ten minutes. You know, you chuckle, had some good stuff. chuckles. It was
0: obvious that you were into it, though.
1: I was into it. I was hooked. Yeah, because I had nothing going on, and I'm, i and I was jealous. I thought you were like this Jewish kid, and I was like, oh
0: man, look at this Another wish. young Jew gonna sneak over there in New York <laughs> and make it happen. You know, yeah. through some kind of nepotism or just right. Jewish magic.
1: Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But I you weren't That Yiddish dust. Yeah, I'm bro. Sprinkling, but you no, got, nothing. You probably
0: quarter Yid. You might
1: have hidden Yid. I got a little little something me crouching
0: tiger hidden mark i think
1: yeah, i got no foreskin that's for sure oh damn yeah so that part of me is a little jewy but uh i i, I wish i'm a big fan of the of the jews i love a, a semite yeah but well, the know. funny
0: thing is about like a lot of jewish people it's like oh they act like they're so good at everything
1: mm-hmm. and then they are mm. that's
0: the funny thing sometimes
1: i think that's why people hate them you got to realize there's six percent of the country and they're killing everything. They got the media, the banks, lawyers, doctors, accounting, all that shit. It's all Jews. Yeah. the
0: uh, 6%. But, but then also there's a dark side of having a Jewish buddy. a of- one spoon of bad yogurt and you don't see him for you know two oh months.
1: good point good point yeah yeah you give one of them an avocado he's gonna break out no <laughs> yeah, reaction yeah. it's true they got the allergies real bad yeah yeah you
0: give him fucking half of a mango and he breaks out into christianity you yeah,
1: know yeah, and exactly. then you just got
0: some sand christian wandering around right with you, not you to know? mention
1: isis <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah but it's weird because jerusalem it's all these swarthy tan Dark-haired, sexy beast, and then you go to Brooklyn at some guy at a diner going, oh, if this says dairy in it, I'll kill myself, or whatever. So it's a weird uh, contradiction. Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, it's a different, the American Jew is different, I think, than the, uh, yes. than the O.J.'s. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. It's a the original Jews over there. Oh, oh, I see. Or Israel, people
1: from Israel. Got it, got it, got it, got it. The home the home team. But
0: we didn't have, we didn't. when I was growing up, we didn't have any Jewish people around us. My mom dated a Jewish black guy for a little what? while named Zali. A yeah. Sammy Dave. Yeah, Zali Richburg. Zali um, Richburg? Yeah. Wow. Took me to my first Saints game. Or gave me, he got his tickets to go to our first Saints game. But. There you go. But yeah, we just didn't, they didn't have a lot of that around. They didn't have a lot of that, uh, at least not in Covington, they did.
1: Yeah, well, I grew up in uh, Treme, and I went to De La Salle for high school. Oh, wow. My the public schools are getting a little rough. Yeah. So my dad's like, you're going to private school.
0: Uh, uh, was that men's De La Salle? No,
1: it was co-ed, thank God. I think my, I think this girl Talia
0: that I used to date went yes! I remember. Oh, dude, I was in love with her. That worked I was so up. impressed that you pulled that. Yeah, she was a beautiful girl, man. Beautiful. Still, beautiful.
1: Still, what is she doing now? I'd love to get a look she, at her. Uh, I she saw was, her a couple uh, months ago, whew. or a couple, of, like a year ago. Still hum beautiful. Tom Humdinger. Yeah. Hum I mean, that was back when, like, there's no hot girls in New Orleans. I'm sorry. I grew up there. There's dang. like six. It's like the Britain of- uh, Yes. <laughs> of yeah. Louisiana. Yeah, they got some rough
0: gumbo mug. It's dumb. Oh, Something's dang, up dang. down there. Well, it's just a lot of heat in the food, man, and it comes yeah. out through the skin. It comes out through the pores, through the back.
1: That's right, that's right. right. It's a yeah. lot of blotchy, sweaty, fat skanks down there. <laughs> oh and, uh, I mean, I, I love the people. I'm just saying, you're not gonna right. find a, a Miss New Orleans. Right, you can't have a lady that's had 9,000 oysters and she's clocking in visually. Right, wrong. right, she looks like a crawdad <laughs> yeah. at that point, you know? <laughs> yeah, heavy on the craw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a real boudin mug. Damn. So yeah, a lot of, yeah. There's like two and they all leave, you know, they go to fucking Houston or something. I don't know well, where she they go. W- and she
0: worked at that place, Lucy's, but. Uh, she did? Yeah, she worked. Oh, wow. That's how I met her.
1: Wow. She was smoking, man. Like, she was a humdinger. Yeah, she was a humdinger, man. I wonder what yeah, she doing Yeah, she was now. a
0: nice girl. She was really cool. Uh, we still communicate once in a while. She got engaged, I think.
1: Oh, good for her. Yep, good for
0: she her. She got engaged and uh, cool family and stuff. Um, what were we talking about? I remember, Sorry, I dude, I stayed off. at her house for a while, and I used to have this nervous condition. I would urinate in the sink, right? Ah. And, uh. Like, and,
1: on purpose? Like, you would put your dick in the sink and pee? It wouldn't go all the way in, but yeah, I would get up there. Okay, okay. And um, Just trying to visualize.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah No, 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 that's fine, yeah. Yeah, so I'd go in there, and when I was staying at our folks' house, that's how they the, they busted me. Because oh, the
4: cats. Oh, no.
0: And this is why I have issues with cats, man, because the cats would get over, and they would start peeing in the sink and mm. stuff to combat somebody else being in the neighborhood. Ah, you know? a little
1: territorial. Yeah. Ah, and shit. so they're
0: like, and they cornered me one time at breakfast, like, you peeing in the sink, dude?
1: Well, how did they know?
0: Because of the cats, man.
1: But how did what the cats aren't? Because I was the only on rare.
0: You. I was the rare. Ele- I was the the unique the, the element. Outsider. This,
1: yes. You're the variable.
0: Yes. Interesting. Like why would the cats be peeing in the sink? Because something's peeing in the sink.
1: Wow, that's a pretty good detective. I wouldn't. I would have just been like these fucking cats are ruining yeah. my sink. I wouldn't Tarrytown, have thought to you. Terrytown, shout out
0: Terrytown detectives, bro. And, uh, <laughs> TT. Yeah, dude.
1: Terrytown's a good place
0: to get Nikes and murdered. I feel like,
4: bro.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there was one gated community, but outside of it, it was hell. It was very ungated. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um. Wow, yeah, I used to wet the bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, dude,
0: it's one of the ways I totally relate to you. I wet the bed forever. Is man. that right? Oh, man.
1: Oh, shit. That, that'll give a guy some character, I'll tell you that. Because, you know, you got to deal with it. You're like seven at a friend's house. They're all oh. snoozing. It's four in the morning. You go... All right, I gotta figure. I gotta, I gotta have a game plan yes. here. I learned I how to have a game plan. Yeah. it makes you so sneaky. Yes, yes, and it makes you realize, like, hey, this shit ain't fair. But let's do something about it. You know, you can't just sit here and go, oh, what do I do? You know, yeah. you got to start. I learned how to use a washer dryer. I remember reading yep. the instructions inside the dryer door, <laughs> going, oh, okay, all right. You know, and uh, flipping sheets, flipping mattresses. I one time I peed the bed at my friend's house, and I was just covered in piss. Oh, I slept in my clothes, covered in piss. I didn't have any extra clothes, so I had to go to summer camp with him the next day. Covered in piss. Oh. Wet the whole day. And I finally dried around lunchtime. Yeah. But I just had to just not let anybody touch me and I smelled like whiz and And you brutal. knew older people knew you smelled oh. like whiz.
0: That's yeah. the crazy thing. They knew. YMCA summer camp, like, you want me to play kickball, dude? I'm fucking
1: Yeah, I'm soaking wet. I'm like, I got a tie-dye here, but it's all whiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, that was a rough dude, time. Dude, that was the
0: worst waking up at night at a friend's house because you were already so scared to stay at a friend's. You yes. were so scared to go to sleep. Yes. Because the only thing I could think of every night, if I go to sleep, am I gonna wet the bed? Exactly, and then how's it going to make me feel about myself? It's going to be bad. And then you wake up at a friend's, and it's literally like the worst game show you've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, you exactly. You have to figure
0: out how to dry the sheets. Yep, dude. I remember having a lamp one time in somebody's room, and I snuck over with the sheet, and I just set it over the uh, lamp to dry it to dry where the heat was coming out of the top of the lamp. And I would move it over just a little at a time oh. in that space, and I could smell the urine yes. burning off.
1: Oh, it's, it's like fucking Survivor. You yes. got to like figure it out it's naked and afraid, except you're wet and <laughs> yeah, you afraid. Are. Yeah,
0: and you don't want their mom to wake up even though some of the people's moms probably would have been cool yeah, Of course, you just didn't want your buddy really to know that was yes. the toughest
1: part I remember one time I went to bed. It was like a big sleepover My friend of this big house It was like eight of us and I woke up and all eight friends are, were around me standing looking down at me with the mom and I went huh? I looked down I'm covered in pee and they're all staring wow. at me and one of my friends goes Why do you do that? And it oh. just crushed me, you know when you're like nine you're like, yeah. I don't know stop looking at me ah. and I, It was brutal And the mom's like, get up, get up. Like, she was pissed. Like, you ruined my fucking Sealy. Yeah. So, yeah, that was tough. Why do you do that? That's the worst, Yeah, tough, man, man. tough. And then at home,
0: did you have to clean your own bed? you have to clean the bed off and put new sheets on at
1: night? Sure, I would flip that mattress, you know, constantly. You didn't have a covered mattress? No, because I had it, but it was too disheartening. Every time you sit down, it sounded like a bag of Fritos. Yeah. So I was (laughs) like, I gotta gotta just live with it. I can't live with the crinkle. I'll just take the, the soaking wet mattress. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear this. Yeah. It's like wearing a, some people say, why don't you wear a diaper? Because I'm fucking not retarded, <laughs> all right? I'm not wearing a diaper. I'd rather be covered in shit than wear a diaper. I can't do it.
0: Dude, that's what I say like about bike helmets. Like I would rather yes. my father die getting yeah. hit by a car on a, on a bicycle Yeah. than see my father ever come in the door wearing a bike helmet.
1: Oh, that helmet's a bad look. Just sitting up there, the plastic Yamaka Never looks the same, bro. No, no brutal my dad one time my dad lost his job and uh we were like oh shit you know it's kind of like scare. what's dad gonna do how are we gonna pay the bills i was young and he came in one day with a gumball machine over his shoulder Mm -hmm. and uh we're like what are you doing dad he's like hey you know gotta make ends meet and i was like oh my dad's a gumball guy he's the guy like setting up gumballs in a rite aid and then taking the quarters out like he was he was struggling yeah and uh, i was like ooh." This is like your role model, you know. You know this guy. He's wearing a suit and every day, and driving a nice car. And then one day, he's carrying a fucking gumball machine. Damn, with stickers in it and shit. Was
0: it embarrassing? Like, did, did you did you have embarrassment like bringing people over to your place and stuff like
1: that? Oh yeah, my parents are real weirdos. Like my dad was a uh, bottomless a lot. Mm-hmm. The old Daffy Duck. Oh, wow, It's a unique vibe, huh? Yeah, well, he didn't know, like, my friends would be home, and so he'd have a T-shirt on with no bottoms, and he'd be like, oh, excuse me there, Larry. (laughs) And I was like, ah, jeez, and then my dad and my mom ate weird food. So, like, we never had soda, you know? We never had, like, Lunchables or Gushers or any of that fun shit. It was always, like, what is it, evaporated milk was over there a lot. We had, like... We didn't have ranch dressing but we had vinaigrette like yeah. in that weird french bottle and it was all stained and gross and Yeah. Yeah 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 my mom was a weird chef foodie twat thing and it was it was brutal Damn, you know some people had like Domino's. Yeah, 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 we didn't have any of that shit. They're like, "That's bad for you," which I, I get now. But at the time, you're like, "Can we order some Pizza Hut?" You yeah. idiots. You know what's also bad for us having nothing? Yes, yes. i would be like half a radish yeah. in there, and you're like, "Come on, I'm not eating a radish. I'm not. I'm eight. <laughs> you need to be healthy." I'm like, "I'll be anything." Yeah, yeah. I'll I mean, fucking food. Yeah. I know, I know. You know, some people had like Doritos. Do you have oh, Doritos? We didn't Did have she, no. We didn't have any of that. Pop tart. All that shit was like gold to me. My mom was
0: definitely the same way. She was very health conscious. Yeah. Yeah. But also like, uh... But also, yeah, she wouldn't get us like the the regular stuff that all the other kids had, and also I think some of it was kind of pricey, you know. It's yeah. Like, so some of that came into play, but yeah, man, I remember it was always embarrassing. The stuff. Not only did my like everything else feel, felt embarrassing, but the stuff we had to
4: eat.
1: felt Yes. Embarrassing same. A lot of times. Same. And kids are so cruel. Like, why don't you have soda? Yeah. And like, oh, I don't know. I'm not yeah. coming over. You guys don't have any cookies. You guys don't have any snacks. Yeah. You don't have Anything. Oh, how about school lunch? I would have a grocery bag. Like some people had a lunchbox. Oh, I had a grocery dang. bag with all kinds of weird shit in it, and a jar of chocolate milk like a glass jar. Where so you go to school
0: at the Greyhound station?
1: <laughs> yeah, so this is the worst. It was thing bolt ever. bus, but my mom would be like, "Bring that jar back." So I was like, "All right, so after lunch, I'm the guy with the jar." I'd people like, "What are you doing with the jar?" I'm like, "I got to get it home." They thought I had a kidney in there or some shit. Oh it was brutal. God. I was look like I had moonshine <laughs> on me. Brutal, Nick. <laughs> but so right here, even just hearing this,
0: it creates a world yes. inside of you. It's yes. like so suddenly there's so many more little elements to the world. It's like, not only am I going to school today, but I have this weird lunch. I have to hide it. I have to make everything look cool. Yep. So suddenly you're creating like all these levels to the world. Yes, and that, you're getting creative. Yeah, and you're getting creative. You're
1: talking fast. Why do you have a jar? Then you're coming up with shit. Yeah. You make a joke out of it. You spin the bottle or something. You, you, you grab a guy's ass. Just something to get it off of you. you yeah, know?
0: you're hiding. You're sneaking around. Yeah. something to get it off of you. Yes, yes. And then you develop this weird thing where you think everybody's paying attention to what you're doing. Yes! So you have to always be performing because even when nobody's looking at you, you think everybody is. Yeah, So you always are like trying to seem okay, trying to seem like this. So then right there, even inadvertently, you get used to being a performer. Right. Like without even your own like so then it makes sense that when there's an opportunity to perform somewhere that it's inside of you, right. oh, I could do this yes, maybe exactly. because I've been oddly doing this forever.
1: That's a great realization right there. I thought about that before. I heard a great quote about comedy. The reason people do stand-up is so you can control why people laugh at you. Mm. And I remember I like, heard that and it hit me because it's so true. You don't want them to laugh at you for wet in the bed, but you want them to laugh at you for what you pick. Right. You know, and that, I think that's a big part of stand-up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to be able to, I have to, I need to have some way of controlling what you think about me yes. because so many other things in my life made me feel like I have no control over why these people are looking at me this way or what's going on. Right, right, yeah. Like all that, like the weird shit your parents were doing stuff that I had no control over. I just had to live in this sentence. Exactly. That was so fucking bizarre.
1: Totally, I mean, I had a transgender nanny. I mean, we had all kinds of weird shit in my house. My teacher thought I was retarded when I was in uh, third grade. True story. I remember she gay. That's awesome. My mom had to like come in and be like, I swear to God, he's not, you know. And she was like, Why do you think he's retarded? And she goes, Look at this paper. And it was, you know, we were little. So it was a page of instruments, like drawn, like a flute, mm-hmm. a guitar, a piano, whatever. And the, the instructions were, Circle the instruments. And I circled them all, and I circled a saw, like a hand saw. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Look, he's got to be an idiot. He circled a saw. <laughs> but I saw a Marx Brothers movie when I was like seven where he played a saw. yeah And so I circled the saw because in my mind, I'm like, Yeah, hey, it's music. So. When I told my mom that, she was like, "Oh, thank God! I was about to, you know, ship you off to Indonesia and have you killed." You know, we thought you were an idiot. So that was, uh, so you know, it, it was thinking outside the box was was risky back then. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I've told this story before but I had a uh, the
0: first kid I ever met that had a stutter. I thought it was the best thing I'd ever heard. I was like, "Oh my god. Oh yeah. Who's this magic man, right. you know? It's
1: free entertainment.
0: Yeah, who's this freaking early Tiesto? You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> this Oakenfold yeah, over here. Who is this guy? Yeah. And uh
0: and so I it, I I I started having a stutter because I thought ah, it was so cool. Isn't that interesting? And then I got in trouble for it at school. They're oh like, cuz
1: you were mocking him. They, they thought, thought I was
0: mocking him. I'm like I'm not mocking him. Like you don't understand. I'm I I think this is the neatest thing ever. And right. I love the kid. It was a nice kid named Doug and but they and so that like yeah when they said, "Yo, you can't do that." Right. I was like, I, "You just don't see that there's other ways to do things."
1: Exactly, exactly. And I get where they're coming from cuz yeah, they totally. don't want to hurt the kid, but they didn't see your point of view and you had no maliciousness. Right. I didn't have any maliciousness. Right. Uh, but it's yeah, I don't know, man. But growing up in Louisiana was uh it was tough man I, especially in my neighborhood I don't know you seemed kind of you had some whites, some blacks it was kind of suburbany yeah, we were,
0: it was just kind of poor black and white but yeah kind of suburban just kind of like not redneck yeah just kind of tr- and and I'm not judging the people it was just a p- low poor environment
1: Sure sure yeah But
0: in Tremé I can't even imagine oh, growing up over there
1: It was scary it was pretty scary like I'm, I'm all fidgety because of that shit yeah. and my house was robbed constantly and you my the duplex No, we had a mansion. Oh, wow. Yeah, my dad bought a mansion that was dilapidated on Esplanade Avenue, (laughs) right by the French Quarter. And it used to be like... Was your dad (sighs) Ignatius Riley? (laughs) Well, I think... If you really want to get into it, my dad had a real bad childhood, and he's like... He always wanted to make something of himself, but oh. he never really did. So then he saw this mansion for cheap, 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 because the neighborhood sucked. It didn't have plumbing. It was falling apart. There was holes in the walls, broken windows. But it was and, a mansion. But it was a mansion. And we also had this BMW when I was a kid. It had holes in the seats, and it was rusted out, but it was a BMW. Right. You know? N-word rich, some yeah. people call it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it was a horrible way to live because everybody thought we were rich. We were the white family in the mansion. And we moved in. They're like, oh, these people got to have money. So we got robbed constantly. So my dad installed this oh. alarm system and it would go, woo, 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 like go crazy at like two in the morning. And I was like eight going, well, weird. There's somebody in my living room right now. Like somebody below me is rifling through our shit and stealing our TV or whatever. And you're like, he could come up and rape me and have his way with me and blow me and all this. And, and you're putting on nice negligence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm putting on makeup and perfume and doing my nails and all that shit. So it was a skittish way to grow up. Like, we'd come home a lot and the door was just open. You're yeah. like, fuck, we got robbed again. Oh. And it's very violating and just, you never felt comfortable, never, because you're like, we get robbed right now, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, can Im- I-, I can't imagine that level of it, you know? Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, I was, like, scared a lot, but that's, uh... I, I I don't know if we ever had that, yeah. Coming home and being robbed and like just knowing somebody could be in your place. I always was scared that somebody was in our place while I was going to bed at night. Yeah, uh, yeah. That and was I'd a have big to one. look everywhere. Yes. I'd have to open the closets and I would hook these like cables from one door to the next, so uh-huh. like they couldn't open one door because it would the uh, other door would yeah. stop it. Like just all this crazy I level know. of checks and
1: balances to just feel like okay, yeah, I'm good, Everything yeah, cool. Well, here's a bad one. We got robbed a bunch, so we kept calling the cops, and eventually they were like, all right. You guys keep calling us. We're just going to stake out in your kitchen overnight, and maybe we'll catch a guy. What? So these two cops... Plainclothes Detectives came, and we met them, and it was all exciting. They had the belt gun and the, the badge on the belt thing, you know, the whole thing. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't sleep then. I was so excited. Like, I hope they catch the guy. I hope they beat the shit out of him and tase him and all this shit. And I'm just laying in bed so excited. I finally fall asleep. I wake up at, like, 6 in the morning. I run downstairs imagining that they're going to have guys in a headlock and cuffed and put them in the car. Yeah, and I run downstairs. They stayed in the kitchen the whole night. They ate everything. Oh. They ate all the food. So we got robbed again. <laughs> they ate all the fucking Cheerios and the, the made pancakes because they got bored and they just ate everything. Everything was gone. Fucking cops, bro. I know. They took the radishes and the chicken bones and all that shit. All the That's evaporated They're underfunded.
0: Milk. Dude, they're underfunded. I
1: guess. I guess. I, I didn't know that was part of the deal. <laughs> Dang, Brutal. 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 Yeah, New Orleans was tough, man. It was a tough town. And the scariest part was like the face to face crime. Like yeah. my bike got stolen many a time. Yeah. And, you know, these are big you know, black kids, yes, yes, you know, they, they puberty like four and he, you know, they got like a, some mustache going and all this. Oh yeah. They had some early, yeah. Yeah, One kid named
0: Puberty Wilson that we had in our neighborhood. (laughs) And this dude, I mean, was
1: jacked
0: Oh yeah. He was born with a prison tattoo on his Right, right, exactly. Those (laughs) weren't teardrops. That was a tattoo. It was a different environment. Yeah. The racial environment down there was just, it was just black people had nothing. Right, right. I mean nothing. And it was hard to realize that at the time. Yeah. Like now as I get older, you see like, oh, okay. These people had, they didn't have, you know, like there wasn't any black doctors. Right, right. Like they had nothing.
1: Not in that area, that's
4: for sure. Right,
0: so you didn't have, of course they wouldn't have any role models. Like it's gonna be very, you know, like the the chain of like, um, of pop, like, the level of poverty you get into, not just fiscally, but then beyond that, where you get yeah. into like
1: emotional, just having nothing. Right, right. Yeah. Like I would get my bike stolen. I'd run home crying and i go, mom, they stole my bike. She would go, eh, they need it. They yeah. need it. And I was like, what are you crazy? But now I kind of get it. Right. But I will say as a white kid growing up, like the only white kid in that neighborhood, you're the minority. Right. You go outside the neighborhood, you're back as a, as a white priv. Right. You know, but in that neighborhood you're the, and it feels bad. Yeah. Being the minority sucks. It's yeah. uh, like they can just go, "Hey, white boy," and you're like, "Ah, Fuck. which is not even a, a negative thing. It's just I'm a boy who's white, but it still hurt yeah. because I was different. Because you were different, yeah. So I kind of, I, I, I don't want to say I relate to a lot of shit, but you know, no, I it's get relatable. it.
0: Relatable. You can, Well, you've had that experience where, because that's the end. That's the end thing. Right. It's Just the. I'm different. There's there's an easy way to make me feel different. Yeah. You know, I'm not, well, yeah, the, and then all the rest of it piles on.
1: Exactly. There's more women on earth than men, but if one girl is at a party with 50 dudes, she's gonna feel weird. Yeah. You know, so the minority is, is it's fluid. You know, we just talk about minorities and majority and all that, but it, it changes depending on your environment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it changes, man, and I think, yeah, I feel like there's a lot, I feel like when I was growing up, there was probably a good bit of, and racism kind of felt both ways. If you weren't a racist person, if you didn't really like, you know, there were some people who probably hated black people. Yeah, you know, sure. Were like real adamant about it. Oh, and like, yeah. You know, adapted to like old, like kind of, you know, uh, I don't want to say redneck type because there's redneck people that aren't that That's way true. at all. That's true. But there was a lot of people who didn't. And then if you interact with black kids and they were mean, it gave yeah. you this, you're like, shit, well, what do I do? Like, I don't, right, right. don't want to have any ill will, but. There's also, these kids are mean to me. Yes, you know? yes. And, and they probably didn't have anything else to do. Like, right. if you think, you, everywhere you go, it's like everybody has something but you.
1: Right, exactly. I can't imagine
0: what that, you know.
1: I was hanging out with these two guys, Marnett uh, and Tony. They were like my two black friends, and we were at the Black Mall, because I, I slept at their house, so we went to their mall and the whole thing, and we're playing at the arcade in the mall, and one of my friends was doing well at, at Street Fighter, and I was like, yeah, get him, Tony, come on ah. And these two bigger black guys behind me, like... Puberty Wilson and uh, oh, yeah. Testosterone Jones were like, <laughs> "Get up, Charlie! Get up, like doing the white voice." And oh, it crushed me. It, it cru- I had to like go in the bathroom. And be like, "All right, take it easy." <laughs> that hurt. You know, just go back out there. Get back out there. Yeah, yeah. My, my two friends were like, "Don't worry about those guys. They're idiots. They're mean." I was like, "Yeah, yeah," but because you, you're already the outsider, and then you you you're doing the white voice, and they called me on it. Yeah. Whoa, it was fucking humiliating. I turned beet red. It was brutal. It's hard. It's hard being. Uh, hard being white, folks. <laughs> it ain't easy. <laughs> well,
0: um, it's hard being so aware. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That's the thing sometimes that I hate the most about uh, ignorance. And I bliss. attribute a lot of it to, you know, I think that's kind of what my alcoholism is sometimes is just this uh, heightened level of awareness and sensitivity, uh-huh. not just sensitive, but hypersensitive.
1: Yeah. And you want to shut it down. Yeah,
0: I just want to stop. I just want anything to like, please, just something, make it so I just
1: don't care anymore. Yes. Or don't care as much.
0: Yeah, because you have, cause you care le- at this intense level of every constantly yeah. that it's exhausted you.
1: Yes, yes. And you have the couple drinks, you're like, ah, yeah. I can fucking enjoy myself for 10 minutes. Yeah,
0: I'm with yeah. you. Like, I, like I, for so long, I heard recently someone said, um, life's not happening to you, it's just life is just happening. Ooh. And I'd always I'd never realized this wind of the world that I'd always felt like was pushing against me. Just this like life was happening to me. Yeah. You know? I, everything's but life's just happening. And right. I'm just here. And so then uh, every now and then that helps me feel a little different. We I got like a, that. Got a question that came in here. Uh oh yeah.
1: Excuse me.
2: Hey Mark, hey Theo. Mark, it was really good to see you come through Springfield, Missouri, right before Christmas when you played the Blue Room. Hey, hey. Um, It was a great show. My wife and I had a blast. Thank you. Hopefully the people of Springfield were good to you. Good Um, eggs. My question is to both of you. I know you guys both live on the coast in big cities. I was wondering if you've ever considered moving away from L.A. and New York to maybe set up roots in the Midwest or the South to get away from that big city lifestyle. Gang, gang.
0: Gang, bro. Good question. That is a good question.
1: What do you think? I, I fantasize. But well,
0: you I, bought a place. I know like you made money. I mean, I, I mean you started making money. I was jealous of you when you got to open up Rami Schumer, because you were making oh, yeah. some money.
1: Well, that was a sweet, sweet ride. I mean, the Jets and she was just hit that arena level, so I was making wow. good money and getting treated well and things I got I was pure luck. And what were we having? Ice cream at night and everything? Oh, dude. And she's a she's a big uh pot friend. Yeah. So it was just like so much. Uh, hotel room service, and we had movies and big oh. screen, and the weed and the edibles and the anal and the fucking oh, booze. Yeah, it was boy. great, great time. She's a she gets a bad rap, but she's a giver. Yeah, good egg. You know, good hang. You know her. Yeah, you know. But I know people. People have a problem with her, but she, you know they don't know her. I know
0: her. She's she's cool. Oh well, I mean, I think yeah, she. I think she. Uh, for me, I thought that, and I would talk about Amy. You know, I talked to her on the phone not, maybe a couple weeks ago, but. I felt like she was starting to maybe want to even get more into politics. Actually, uh, I had this vision. Yes. I have no truth about this, but this is a perception that I had. Right, right. Um, and she and whenever Hillary didn't win the election, I think she was gonna not use Hillary, use that vibe, but she, you know, she was in that movement, like yeah, she was part totally. of that, and she wanted probably to try and get into politics. Then maybe I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: the politics is. Y- I never touch it cuz it just splits the room and yeah. it's a bad idea and we're comics like right. you, you look at Twitter now all the comics are just going like we need to change this and this is I'm an activist now and this is that and you're like what happened to funny? Yeah. I mean we are comics right? You? you can have your opinion but like Let's make with the yuck-em-ups, chuckles. Yeah, 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 you know what that's I mean? Responsibility. Yeah, that's oh, our, I forget that's our about job. it in
0: here sometimes. I get so like worried about my own fucking no. like doldrums that sometimes I forget. Though, but I have to remind myself sometimes, sure. dude, you can't fucking go in here every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, you, can, you yeah. Got puberty Wilson's coming out of you. Like, yeah, you, there you it, go. It's all in you. you. You can't help it.
0: But I felt like yeah that. But um, but I've always thought that she's one of the funniest people off of stage. Yes. I mean, yeah. Without even watching her comment, without even taking that into context. Sure. What man. I mean,
1: quick, quick at the table like she's she's running circles around you're like damn i gotta step it up
0: yeah and especially you're like shoot i thought that i was quick or something inside you could do this but when you meet her it's like pre-fontaine it's just yes
1: wow she's
0: on some level that's a little beyond and cutting too like she could say that
1: thing where you're like oh i didn't know you knew that shit you got me there damn you know yeah fun stuff
0: yeah like uh yeah just i mean I, i always say that she's her, Donnell Rawlings, two of the funniest people that I've oh, ever Oh, really? Been Donnell? Interesting. God, he just makes me laugh, man. I mean, he's
1: a, a killer act. I've never really hung out with him. He's just so. He's funny. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I was I was like, man, this guy's living it up,
1: dude. This yeah. guy's having
0: ice cream at night. This dude's doing it.
1: Yeah, I was doing it, and plus, I was single then, and like Tinder was kind of newish, and so I had an arena of labias, oh, just yeah. like and they can't bang her. So I was getting the uh, the uh, you know placenta runoff. Oh, and wow. I was I was hitting clits like a speed bag. Oh, it was yeah, exciting.
4: Dude,
1: yeah, yeah, those are wild times. <laughs> yeah, and you know we're in the Four Seasons and shit. Sugar so Ray labia. Yeah. Yeah, I think I
0: caught up. with, Yeah, I remember a couple of places I caught up with you guys at. I think that's I don't right.
1: Remember where? But we we did we did Mahalia Jackson, New Orleans, and we went to uh, what's oh, yeah. her face's house after Jennifer Coolidge Coolidge's house, and yeah. you were newly sober. And I remember being like, "Come on, Theo, this this New Year's baby." And you are like, "I can't, fatty. I'm sorry." And I was like, <laughs> "Damn, I lost Theo." Yeah. But it, it was for the best. I get it. Yeah, it was for something, man. No, oh, it did, was good. See, that's the dangerous thing is the problem with booze and Xanax and Coke and all that is it. It feels right, so you don't want to quit, but the best thing to do is quit because yeah. you need it so bad that you gotta not learn how to not need it. You know, you gotta, it feels so good, so you're like, oh, I'm, I'm drinking is what I should be doing right now, but that's exactly why you shouldn't be drinking. You gotta learn how to overcome it without it. Right, it's a. Tr-
0: it's definitely a trick, yeah. Yes,
1: it's a trick. It's a trick, man. My, my therapist, I'm always like, just give me some Xanax, give me a fucking Valium or whatever, a prescription. He's like, let's beat it. Let's just try to beat the anxiety yeah. instead of just trying to like, Medicated away.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, sometimes I wish I had me a Xanax. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember one first time a guy gave me a soma. This homosexual oh, guy. Oh, I love a soma. Gave me a soma, man. Bill. This guy Billy Conforto, and RIP, passed away. He was from uh Laplace. Oh, I know the type. And uh, he was homosexual, but also a prize fighter. What? Yeah, gay pride rare. fighter. He could have been your babysitter, dude. Who knows? <laughs>
1: Black guy? Uh, no, white. Oh, okay, white enough. All right, all right. A white prize fighter is always fun. That's one for the for the home team. But he gave me a Soma, dude, and a half hour later, I t-
0: t- just turned to my car, I was on a highway, and just took a straight-up fucking right turn Ooh. off of it. And
1: uh, We're lucky we're alive sometimes. Yeah. That Louisiana living was was heavy. It is heavy. There's a lot of ways to die because there's
0: boats. People
1: are like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hey, we're all
0: fucked up. Let's get in this boat. Yeah, that's right. Like,
1: oh, it's aw. surrounded by water and gators and death. Ghosts? Yeah, ghosts. The yeah. voodoo out there.
0: It's no joke. We had a kid, this boy Andy, and he... uh. He killed, he ghosts were chasing him or something he was dealing with him, and he ended up taking his own life.
1: There you go. There you go. I had a bunch of friends die of heroin, bunch of friends die of methadone uh, growing up, bunch but of drunk w- driving. Some of the best heroin recipes
0: you've ever had in your oh, life. Oh yeah, dude. yeah.
1: wow. He <laughs> <Yeah, dude, yeah. laughs> put some uh, hot sausage in that heroin. Yeah, yeah it's, it's heavy. Dude, put a little fucking
0: Tony Sash yeah, in that needle, baby.
1: You feel me? <laughs> a little old bay. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Damn,
0: dude, you can't get that uh, that leaf in there. <laughs> the, the basil old. leaf. Yeah, that basil <laughs> oh, the bay leaf.
1: The, the bay leaf. leaf. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just went down back home to see my folks, and uh, boy, I really. Ate it up. Did you? Oh yeah. Are they pretty really proud of you now? They must
0: really have some a, a lot of pride. You huh? know
1: what's weird is they don't really say much. But then I talk to like I'll meet one of their friends. They're like, "Your mom never shuts up about you." I'm like, "Really? I wish you'd tell me." Wow. You know, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. But I think we're just uh we're a cold people, the Normans. Yeah. I, I try to break through. I'm am a touchy feely douche, but uh, they're it's very, they're military. They're like you know stiff upper lip kind of. Wow! Yeah, my dad. This is the idea of a hug. they'll just give you a tap on the shoulder, and you're like, "Oh shit, thanks, Dad! Wow, what is it? My birthday? You know?" But uh, it's not not a lot of yeah connecting. Yeah, yeah, that connection,
0: man. That's wild.
1: Yeah, I'm learning that. That's all new. I'm 36, so I'm gonna die soon. So yeah. I, I'm trying to like do it myself and push it on him. And are you having sex and stuff now, or what are you doing? I got a hot lady. Oh, you do? I, oh, yeah, I got a hot lady at uh, at the house in New York, and uh, yeah, she's she's like a normal person. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's got, everybody's got problems, but she's, like, she met my parents, and she's like, whew, that was tough. Like, you, you meet my parents, you feel like you're bombing, yeah. you know? <laughs> They're tough. Like, you'll just say a whole thing, and they'll go... Like, they won't respond. Yeah. I talked to Dr. Drew about it. He said my mom has still face, oh. which is this, like, thing that moms have that makes babies cry and shit, because they're not giving you any reaction, oh. which is why I do stand-up. But I need a reaction. Yeah.
0: I need so. something, yeah. Something. I just need some, some, I need to know that things are okay.
1: Yes, yes. And with them, you have no idea where you're at. Where, are you mad? Am I mad? Or what's going on? Do you hate me? Am I adopted? Where are we? Yeah. Here? So. Uh, wow, that's a, interesting, man. As a kid, Because oh, that's some of
0: the stuff that leads us to uh, just to our behavior and what we do, you know? Yeah. And this is the beautiful lady right there. Yeah, she is, yeah. What's her a- name, Diamond?
1: <laughs> Where'd you get that? I was guessed, made it up. She, she's <laughs> diamond, diamond LaRue. Well, she's a real diamond though. Yeah, and diamond in the rough. Oh, that's awesome, man. Good egg, uh, Cape Cod lady. She's from, oh, wow. from the New England So area. they're well off, huh? She well off? Not really, you'd think. Right, more yeah. cod than Cape, huh? Yeah, 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 a lot of cod.
0: Uh, oh, hate to interrupt you guys. It's the only ad in this episode. And I gotta ask, what if you could make your work take less work? Well, you can with Capterra. Capterra, it helps you find the right business software for your needs fast, so you can get back to business even faster. Compare thousands of software options, read reviews, and instantly narrow your favorites. You'll have more time in no time. You can find the right software for you and your business right now at capterra.com. That's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Theo. It's the leading free online resource to help you find the best software solutions for your business. Search more than 700 specific categories of software, everything from project management to email marketing to yoga studio management software. Sometimes you're in a place with your business and you want to be in another place. Instead of using all your time doing all of these things, let a software do it for you. Visit capterra.com Theo for free today to find the tools to make an informed software decision for your business. C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot Theo. It can be scheduling, uh, shipping, it can be, well, I have these different drivers who are working for my uh, my transport company. H- how do I get them all on the same timeline and, and and make sure that they're not working at the exact same moments? All types of ways, all types of software, all for your business. That's right, go to captera.com slash theo, c A P T E R R A dot com slash T H E O. Captera, software selection simplified. And now back to the episode. Let's get another question that came in, man. All right. Wait, let me get this before we do it. What do you think, how do you think it plays out with uh, with Ari, with uh, everything that's happened? Because last night it said on that article that people, they didn't have the show because they were afraid people called into the I comedy heard. club.
1: I heard they had to shut the show down.
0: And a lot of those calls, dude. Look, I have made calls like that. That's nothing. That's nobody's really going to show up.
1: Yeah, I I actually called the club. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. we don't
0: live in a show up world anymore. We definitely live in a phone
1: call world. This is all going to go. I mean, it's a it's a hot thing for this week, and by Monday we won't even think about it. Agreed. And, yeah.
0: Uh, agreed. But do you? So what do you think? How do you think he comes through it? I know he put up a really nice message. I mean, his message was. It was real true to who he was, even at the end where he says, fuck the Lakers. You know, did you right. read this? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I liked
1: it. I mean, obviously his publicist or manager made him do it because I know Ari and he's not this guy, but he's kind of made it his own and all that. Like when Shane Gillis had to put one of these out, we all made fun of him because it right. was so publicist you know, like it didn't have him in it at all. Yeah. And like he told us what he wanted to say and it was way funnier. But uh, yeah, you got to do this shit, I guess. You know, we're trying to have careers, but I think it'll ultimately help him. It just seals, cements his brand. Right. You, you are that villain. You are that rabble rouser, too. Yeah. You know?
0: And there's, and and you ha- it's okay to have that. Like, yeah. it, that's the thing. It's like- I just wonder, I'm trying to think of a person that I could compare
1: him to in the past. It's not like an right. Alfred Hitchcock, but no, like, no. you know, someone who's just- Like mischievous, like a Dennis the menace He's almost like a Bart Simpson, yes. you know, like he's he's agitating, he's poking you and shit. And you're like, all right, all right. But that's just who he is. That's his shtick. Yeah. You know, it's it, and it works for him. He sells out and- I hang out with Ari, we walk down the street, and we go, Ari, yeah. you know, people
0: people like him. Oh, people love him, he's been on here, and and, he, and, he, and and people really, really enjoyed it, I mean, that's the thing, he's, yeah, it's just who he is, it just kind of fell, it just was a really, it's just like, a, almost like the Andrea Gale of bad shit, of, like, right,
1: right. of bad moments happening yes. at once, you know? Well, we got weird priorities, like Chris Brown beat the shit out of a lady, And he's got a documentary out, and people think he's hot and sexy. And then Ari made a joke, and he's evil. Yeah. Like, I think Chris Brown is worse than Ari. But uh, Chris Brown's doing the moonwalk somewhere. Right. You know? So we got weird... Uh, we're all whacked out, well, TM also, and you, I mean, some of
0: this, I think TMZ uses a lot. I mean, it's definitely turned into more of like a world star hip hop kind of yes. It's completely. gotten a lot more of like scandal, yeah. and it, a more, you know, urban black. Oh, African American, whatever people want to say, I think so. Oh, really. I, I don't think a really lot of their it. stuff is these days. I, and some of that, I'm like, are these are, are is this is TMZ just like, using the black, like, is it Mm. creating this other, this cycle of like behavior sometimes or contributing to a cycle of behavior or influencing a cycle of behavior? You know, it's like, not like, I don't buy a lot of cultural appropriation shit, but I do sometimes, like, I got, sometimes that show Catfish, I just feel like it takes advantage of black people that don't know how to use the internet. Oh, um, interesting.
1: I never thought about that. Or
0: like kind of Monopolize, you know? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the wording is, but like...
1: Well, I, I just feel like TV and showbiz, they just go where the money's at. They go where the bread is buttered. Right. So if that's the way it goes, like McDonald's for some reason went straight black people in the commercial. You know, it used to be like, McDonald's, get a McFish. And it was yeah. like some fat white guy. Yeah, there's a
0: white manager.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's like, hey, uh puberty get in yeah. here you know like yeah i feel want like mcribb back or not right you know? right you want now that, it's just yeah that hot apple pie is ready for yeah, you there yeah. uh quincy but yeah i feel like you just kind of go oh that's that's who's buying the fucking mcdoubles let's mm-hmm. do that so i don't know i, I don't know about the, the taking advantage of maybe i never i never thought yeah, that and maybe, and it.
0: maybe that's just some weird thing that it's probably some weird hang-up that i have you know nah. that might not even be true but you're right though sometimes i think that hollywood like leads us in a direction but the more I learn, Hollywood just follows where the money
1: yes, is. Yes, they're clueless. They don't know what, I mean, think about all right. the funny comedians you know who aren't doing that great. Yeah. Because we got to have uh, this hot guy du jour or whatever the fuck, you know, this guy's, and yeah. they're selling tickets, so they don't care. They're not, they, they pretend to like Pryor and Carlin, but they don't give a shit. Right. They just, worry, you know, they're just worried about who's making money. And that's their job. They're wearing suits. They're finance guys who say, hey, I like Ali Wong. They just know the right thing. I love Carmichael. Yeah. He's the coolest. But is they you, don't know. Yeah, they have, yeah, yeah, they don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, it's uh because sometimes I give them this bigger power. A right, lot of same, times.
1: same. We look, I look at them as, as please accept me. Yes. please give me a show. I love you. You're my dad. You know,
0: which is crazy because that's kind of one of the side one of the side effects of coming out of like a you know the type of um, childhood you come out of and stuff to be a, a comedian is that then whenever you get to a place. And somebody's offering, you something. You, you're so, please accept me. Yes. And that, like, kind of goes over into the business sense sometimes. Yeah, completely. It can really cost you, um, yeah, it just can cost you ownership of things, and, you know, it can really kind of have you selling out before you even know what's going on. Exactly. Because you just want so badly to be accepted. Because accepted.
1: think yeah. about it, look at all, at first it's like, You do a couple open mics. Some guy goes, "Do my show." Oh God, he accepts me. Then you get Montreal. I got Montreal. It's not even about Montreal. You just want to be. You want to be invited to the party, but you don't actually want to go. You just want the invite. Yeah, you know. And that's the whole showbiz. I got a special me out of everybody. I got one. You know, it's just me, me, me. I feel better. I'm accepted. I'm in the club. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. But the real okay is guys like Schultz who go blow me industry. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this on the gram. Yeah, and I'm. I, if, if you go into any, you know, pitch meeting and go, I got this guy, Fashion, who does this right by the camera, they're going to go, now how's that going to make any money? Yeah. What, what's the hook? Uh, I don't, we need more diversity. What are you doing? And he's going to be like, ah, fuck it. I'll do it on my own. And people love it. Yeah. So that's the thing. They don't know, but we act like they know. They, they have no idea. We're the ones with talent. Right. They we, stink.
0: Yeah, we forget that sometimes.
1: Yeah.
2: They got nothing. They yeah. just go where the heat is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, man. I like hearing that, dude. Let's get a question that came in right here that uh, uh, Nick's got.
2: Before we get to the question, I saw this was interesting. We've talked about Dog the Bounty Hunter a couple times on this show. He mm-hmm. recently got in engaged to one of Best Friends, oh, or yeah. he, propo- he proposed.
1: Yikes. It,
0: I didn't see it. Can we play the video? Yeah. I heard about this. He just followed me the other day on uh, Instagram. Oh, that's exciting. So excited, actually. Excepting. Everybody
2: tweet dog and tell him we want him on this past week. Yeah. Yeah,
0: tweet him and Instagram him. Send him messages. Ooh, that would be huge. I would love to have him, man. Oh, yeah. can really relate to him in a lot of ways. He feels like a genuine uh, dude.
1: I am a lot happier with her around. And
4: I have lots of enemies
1: right now. Uh oh. Moon will you marry me? Oh, Plus, that's good tape, TV. The
0: couple who saved an 11-year-old girl. Oh, I know that guy works at the gas station by my house. I'm not even joking. That second guy I saved really? an 11-year-old girl. Yeah. What? He looks like DJ Khaled, dude, but he's uh, also. And go, another one. Go back a little more, Nick right there
1: oh yeah he does he looks like a bad job.
0: yeah he does dude yeah, yeah dude. job
1: job yeah dude
0: he looks like he. yeah he looks like dj needs a salad that's who he looks like <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that's pretty mean dude and he I could be like a nice it. guy
2: but it says in the article they had been dating for weeks and it was pissing off the daughters but uh at the end it says he never actually gave her the ring and then evidently there is no engagement <sighs> but it's still a little messy situation
0: There she is, and there in the wedding photo with Beth, Uh, you can see she's the number two. Number two. The best best, best bride, what is the best
1: maid? Maybe it's just like- Made of honor. He needs needs some help, you know? I I, I got a mourning my wife here, and this is the closest thing, and maybe it's just like a a psychological move. He really
0: loved that woman. I mean, he must really be in love to be working with someone- have grenade, I mean, they had grenades, they had everything, yeah. and just constantly working with somebody, I mean, that was his life partner right there.
1: And working in, like, tense like, boot camp environment, you got people in a headlock, and she's holding their legs, and he's kicking, like, that'll really bond a couple of weirdos. Yeah.
0: And he's sober, I think, too, he pr- I think he does a lot of recovery stuff. Oh, yeah. He does a lot of stuff, like, supporting the military. Um,
1: yeah, he seems like a good egg. Yeah. Man,
0: I I, I could imagine, look, especially you're getting older, you've, like, Sometimes you have a wife, you have a girlfriend, and there's somebody else that you care about. Sure, it's like sure. That kind of stuff never – it may dissipate because obviously you have to focus on your marriage and stuff. Yeah. But maybe he just cared about this lady for a long time and wanted to go –
1: And yeah, I'm sure he needs somebody right now. And he probably doesn't know a lot of people. He's an odd dude. So I'm sure he's got, like, a community he kind of hangs with. So, boom, I'll just go to the next lady. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it happens.
2: I mean, mean, it makes perfect sense. Yes, yes. If she's friends with uh, Beth, then she's probably got similar personality. He feels some comfort in her.
0: Yeah. Well said. Man, I, uh... Yeah, I I don't know. It'd be nice to have him on. I can't imagine losing, like, your... Spouse, but then I think some guys they lose, they luckily lose their wife, and they're like, "Oh hell oh, yeah, oh sure, dude. sure." Well, I'm how sure. did I luck out?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you there's know. also guys who go too far, and they go, ah, "I'll just throw a little laugh." Uh, what do you call that stuff? Arsenic? Not arsenic. Oleander. Antifreeze. Little antifreeze in the uh, in the oatmeal, and to freeze Annie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Annie will be <a> ice cold <laughs> yeah. in a minute. Uh, what else we got, Nick? Oh! oh, here's me. <laughs> that looks like
0: you and Joe List fucked. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Yeah, looks like me and Mike Kaplan, too. Yeah. Little.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys.
2: This question's for Mark. Mark, I always see on Instagram you riding around on the that moped of yours through the streets of New York. I was wondering if, uh, are you known as, like, the moped master? you have any good stories to share? gang. Gang. You
1: gang, gotta pull bro. up a pic of that there, Nick. It's on my Insta.
2: Bring
0: up
1: that pig. You yeah. gotta see this hog of mine. It's a fucking beauty.
0: Oh no, she's nice. Oh,
4: that's
1: <laughs> It's Just his girlfriend again. She's a pig. Hold on. Where's <laughs> there? It is. Look at that thing. Come you on. Ride through New York on that? Yeah, that thing's badass. It's it's it. Eighty-six miles of the gallon. It's light. It's easy. It goes about thirty-three miles an hour top speed. I'm in the bike lane. I'm in the regular lane. I'm all over the road in that thing. I get getting spot to spot. That's legal. Oh yeah, I mean, I got it towed once, and I had to register it and all that, and I got to buy a helmet. Oh yeah, but uh, it's a it's a real fun piece, huh?
2: That was a fun little journey when I got towed. You were listen? I I, I, I yeah, in your story, yeah I yeah. He documented going to get it and stuff. It, Dude,
1: that's beautiful, man. Probably cost about half the bike cost, <laughs> and it took me like a week and a half, but I got it out.
0: And what are the cons of having that in New York City?
1: A lot of cons. That's the thing. <laughs> a you got to lock it up and uh people want to steal it people want to my neighbors hate it because it's on the sidewalk and i got a cover on it and they're like it's so ugly so they're giving me dirty looks mm. the winter you can't ride it so it's just got to sit there and get snowed on and shit uh it doesn't start all it sometimes just doesn't start you yeah. know so there's all kinds of problems with it but and it's, it's a Gorelli, huh? Oh, yeah, 1986 Gorelli. I have Italian guys stop me going, I had one of those when I was a kid. Oh, my wife's a cunt. She can't cook and all this shit. And I'm like, hey, thank you, Dago. But uh, I get a lot of that. So that's a it's a rare bike, apparently. I got it on Craigslist. and I just happened to find a fun one.
0: God, man, yeah, it looks
1: so amazing. Now, out here, do you think it would be better to have? Maybe, but this is so sprawling. I can't get on the 405 with that chooch. That would be terrifying. It would be epic if you did as well. Yeah, I'd pull a Dean Del Rey and flip over a car hood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be he, beautiful. He Have you been in some
0: pretty bad uh, accidents? On not
1: it? one yet. Not one. Mm. So, not do you gone see,
0: uh, when you think about, um, when you think about like doing like another special or something?
1: I just shot one last night. You did? Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, I, Just did it on my own because nobody would buy it. Oh, awesome. So we'll see what happens. And
0: are you think so I guess you'll try and sell it
1: and then if not, maybe you'll put the clips out? Exactly. Yeah. That's That's, awesome. That's where we're at now. I've been doing the hour for a while now and it's getting embarrassing. Mm -hmm. You know, you go back to San Francisco, they're like, we saw this last year. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta drop it and write new shit, but nobody wants it. And I kept waiting for someone to buy it, but nobody would give me an offer. So I said, Fuck it, we'll shoot it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a weird times, you know? Yeah. Where'd you do it? Dynasty typewriter. We sold out two shows. We said, fuck it. It's a theater, it'll look good. Sandler did his there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we and that's did a it. new
0: club that's downtown uh, Los Angeles, right? Yeah, yeah, right over there. Jamie Fans club. Yes, yeah.
1: and the Hayworth is the name of the theater. And mm. uh, really cool, really sweet, cute little theater, and it went great. We got two shows out of it, and it's in the can right now. I gotta edit it. Oh, here we go. Here's a guy right here.
0: Hey, what's up, Theo? What's up, Mark? Uh, My name's Nick. I'm coming at you from Aurora, Illinois, the snowy Midwest here. It's really freezing right now. Um, But I had a question for the both of you, actually. Uh, Theo, you talk a lot about, on your show, and you have a lot of listeners call in about, like, anxiety and how to deal with it and stuff. And my question for both of you was, how do you guys deal with the anxieties that you may or may not have but continue to still do your work and mm. kill it. Um, Mark, I've seen you perform here in Chicago and, and you're amazing. I watch all your guys' YouTube videos and um, I'm a huge fan uh, and so I'm just curious how you guys can keep it consistent and mm. still continue to do so well in your field. I don't want to be a comedian myself, but how do I apply that to what I want to do and who I want to be? So. That's my
1: question. Hope you guys
0: have a great day. Gang, gang. Gang, bro. Wow. wow what a good. sweet message, huh?
1: Sexy hair. I wish I had those locks. I mean, he's doing fine if you ask me. Yeah. He dude. looks like Thor. Or I'd have
0: bang anxiety if I had that, dude. Who, who <laughs> am I going to bang?
1: Yeah, he's got a reverse widow's, too. Look at that thing. It's going the other way. Oh, beautiful, man. Great looking eyeballs and a sexy uh, Lorenzo Lam here. Bro
0: that guy undeniably better looking than half of the women that i've dated
1: yeah yeah no doubt about it those those Un- eyebrows i want to oh, sleep on them
2: dude i want
0: a fucking night and cast blanca huh
2: <laughs> oh yeah
0: oh
1: he's hot
0: my god dude any more information about this guy yet uh,
2: no
1: Yeah, send That's me
0: always... his address god i want to condition this guy's hair with my fucking body sweat i know i want superman on top of me Dude, I want to fucking man. Oh, I just yeah. want to lay in his arms and say, "Clark can't, you know, Ooh, help me, daddy."
1: Clark can, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, this has gotten. All out right, hand. sorry, sorry, um, sorry. It's a good question, man, about anxiety.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's tough, but I, I go the other way because he's like, "How do you do it with anxiety?" I think you gotta the more you do, the less anxiety you have. Yeah. So if you get over that hump of fear and and doubt. Then the anxiety kind of goes away. Mm -hmm. Like, I get scared to do stand-up, but that's why I do it. Right. And then you get up there, and it goes away. So once you just do it, if you think about it, oh, how am I going to do it? How's it going to go? That's when the anxiety kicks in. Just do the fucking thing. Go do the open mic. Go ask the girl out. Go do whatever. Oh, it's so
0: true. And then the interesting thing for me is I'm even hearing you talk about that, that anxiety of not – when I don't do something – and I just have the anxiety, then it turns into a little bit of shame for me.
1: Yeah, oh, dude, the guilt. Yeah. I totally have that. It turns into
0: a shame or a guilt. But yeah, you're so right. It's like- um, Oh,
1: geez, the guy's helping black kids in Africa and shit. Oh, that's beautiful, Or South America. Jesus, who is this hunk?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you got nothing to be anxious about, man. Nick Manifesto, Nick. Oh, this guy. Menesiot. Nicholas Menesios, he looks Greek, huh? He might be Greek. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Um,
1: yeah, like, he It looks like a Nigo Montoya prepared. Yeah. Oh, you're get living the life, fucked. man.
0: Wow, dude, I think oh. if you show your Instagram to a woman, you have nothing to be anxious about. But
1: it just goes to show you, man. This guy can look like a Greek god, god and or demigod, probably. Demi, demi Moore, yeah. and uh, you, you're inside. You're all fucked up. Yeah. So the, int, uh, what is it called? Uh, but the that's book. right, though. You're right, book though. Covers. I think
0: it's just that contrary action, you know, and that's something that they talk about in AA and 12 step stuff a lot. It's just like, yeah, it's it, thinking about things. Laying in bed when you wake up, laying in bed, it's just the worst thing you can do because it's just this isolation. Isolation grows on itself. Yep. You think like, oh, I'm scared to be around people, and then you think that, yep. then you're by yourself for a couple of days, and then you are, then you are scared to be exactly,
1: around people. exactly. Whereas yeah. if you
0: just go out and actually take some action, yes. the contrary action. It's like I don't want to go for a run. I'll go for a run right exactly. now. Exactly. I don't want somebody invited me to the movie. I don't want to go. I'm gonna go, even though I don't want to. Yes, yes. And then that 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 uncomfort. Uh, starts to go away,
1: dissipate, and usually you go. Oh, this movie's great! I'm so glad I came. Yeah, this wasn't so bad. Yeah, but if you don't go, you're gonna really hate yourself.
0: Yep, and then it gets easier over time. You don't have as much of that anxiety. Yes. It's it's not. We we're, we're anxiety. I think is just this. We're supposed to be like in motion. And I think some of it is just this stagnating, this cul de sacking of us being doing stuff and connecting with each other. That energy has been alive for so long and now it just has no place to go. Right,
1: you know? right. I think kind of we're wired as humans evolutionarily. You farm, you get up, you fight a bear, you, you fuck your wife, you raise your kids, you farm, you, you kill a bear. You know, we, we have to survive and we don't have to do that anymore. We got Uber Eats, we got the granola bars. Yeah. So it's still in us. So I think that's why we're more anxious than ever. Yeah. You know, because you used to just go to a factory, you go home, you crack a beer, you watch the football game, you go to bed, you go to the factory. You don't have to do that shit anymore. We're doing a pod. This is We're working. Right. This is work. And then we're going to go to the comedy store and that's work. Yeah. You know, so we don't have any struggle.
0: Yeah, we don't have any struggle. We don't have a, lot of, a ton of human interaction that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But also, so, there's a guy recently who was talking to me about um, that we don't touch the earth as much as we used oh, to. Oh,
1: that's good. And so
0: this energy of like uh, the energy that's supposed to usually come in and out of the ground and in through our bodies and like- um, That's good. That it doesn't happen that much.
2: Whitney on our podcast talked about this practice that's getting popular because of that called grounding and it's just going barefoot and walking in the dirt and going on hikes, but barefoot because- Interesting. That whole thing.
1: I mean, the moped- I want, you know, everything in my body is like, what are you doing? What are you do You would have a midlife crisis. Why are you buying this? What do you think? You're a cool dude. And I get on that thing and it's visceral. I got the mm-hmm. wind in my hair. I can feel the throttle. I can feel the engine heating up in my asshole and everything yeah. and the bumps and I'm my clits popping. And it's just great. And I'm weaving outside of cars. It's nerve wracking. <laughs> and I get to the spot and I kind of go, whoo. I gotta take a minute. That was wild. Yeah, you know I'm going down Broadway in the best city in the world, and it's crazy. The lights are going by me. I got a Chinese guy, you know, passing me up. I give him a honk. He doesn't wave back. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it's crazy. And then I just get there, and I'm like, wow, I would have been on the subway with earbuds in, just sitting there looking yeah. at some hobo. You know, like it. it, it you got to get up and get out and do something. That's why like woodworking is good, or like that's why these guys do tough mutter and shit. Mm-hmm. Tough mutter's just like I gotta. I got this body full of muscles and organs i gotta use it yeah you know i gotta push myself yeah you we got, gotta try you gotta try because it's easy to not try it's so easy it's, easy it's to gotten sit easier
0: on. yeah we're creating and yeah, we've definitely created a society in america where it's easy it's like yeah just discomfort
1: yeah just, everything's turning into a couch exactly and then boy when vr gets in here it's, it's over we're gonna just vr a set and we go all right i killed i didn't have to leave the house you know yeah, people buy tickets and watch you on uh, in the virtual reality. Exactly. And, and then that'll be it. You're not going to meet any women. You're just going to fuck VR women. I yeah. mean, it's going to be over. You'll just be
0: basically a passageway that food goes through.
1: Yes, yes. You're just shitting and eating, shitting yeah. and eating.
0: It's going to be crazy, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at what people can accomplish. You watch an MMA fight, you're like, that's unbelievable that two guys can do that or two women can do that. Yeah. I could never do that, but the the human body is capable of such. You see a guy on a snowboard do 80 flips and land, you're like, I'm, I'm eating Cheetos and fingering myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's like, going on, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, 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 bro. And not even washing my hands between the no, two. No, <laughs>
1: my, my asshole's yellow and yeah, orange. Yeah, it's got dude. all the dust on it. Aye, 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 remember Chester <laughs> Cheeto? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of
4: course. <laughs>
2: Of course I do.
0: Um, cheetah Cheetah. I saw Kelvin Gastelum last night at the store. I saw Who? that on your
2: Instagram. Uh, uh, he oh, the fought, fighter. Yeah, Israel yeah. Adesanya. Oh,
0: yeah. One of the fighters. Yeah, fighter of the year. And I got to be at that fight. I'd only been to one fight. Joe oh, Joe okay. Rogan took me to a fight one time. And dude, it was the craziest fight.
1: I was with you. You were there? Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. remember. Uh, we walked in. It was Cheeto, me and you. And we walked into the arena, and everybody went nuts for you.
0: Oh, I don't even remember that.
1: And then uh, I think Poirier was Yeah, Poirier was, was there. Yeah, he yeah. was fighting. You were there?
0: I remember Andrew was there. I feel so bad. Jeez, man. we hung
1: out all day at the Four <laughs> Seasons. And uh, I remember after he won, you guys, like, hugged. And I was like, whoa, Theo is big. Oh, that's I was, crazy, blew man. my mind. Yeah, with, it made me feel excited, yeah. bro. I was pretty excited. <laughs> you handled it very well. Like oh, I would have been like, oh, dude. shit. Hey, how you doing? You know, But you, 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 you looked cool. Oh, cool, man. Thanks.
0: Yeah, dude, that's the first time I saw those guys just go through it so much yeah I was, about, I was seeing my girl at the time
1: and just walking through that tunnel with rogan like you know that oh yeah that gorilla with a button down on you're like what the fuck and he just sits down puts the headphones on he's like he tied him on the left <laughs> he cracked him in the jaw and you're like whoa where am i you getting hit with sweat and aids is on you <laughs> yeah, and shit yeah. and cheetos looking at a hot chick it was it was <laughs> yeah, a wild day that was a hell of a day
0: Dude, that's crazy. I feel so bad that I forgot that I just I just didn't think. Do
1: you remember now? Is it coming back? Not at all. Damn, I gotta make some. I gotta say the N word (laughs) or something. Get get stand out a little.
0: Oh yeah, if you'd have written down the N word on a piece of paper and passed it to me, dude, I'd remember that. I'll
1: be doing that after the show. I'll tell you that.
2: Who's the sober one between you? Uh, I know.
1: I had had four beers in me that night. I remember. (laughs) I had a big gulp the whole time of beer. (laughs) I was probably nervous. Something
0: about that old environment made me nervous. Oh,
1: oh, I get it. I mean, you got Rogan. We're in a fucking SUV with Rogan. Remember yeah. that? That was terrifying. Were you really there you just messing with me? I was there. We <laughs> oh, hung Jesus. out. I remember you came in with 18 shopping bags. Remember? You were like, I went shopping and uh, we chatted for like an hour and then they came downstairs and we all went together. Oh,
0: yeah. In a hotel.
1: We sat next to each other at the fight. I was yeah. elbowing you and I, I remember I said some things. You were like, hey, take it easy, man, because I was being too offensive, I think. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> cage up all of these guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I was making bad jokes at the fighters like, <laughs> yeah. come on, you pussy. That's all you got. Your mom's a whore. You you know, I was just trying to get into
2: it. And you were like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to I tap up Poirier. I don't remember any of this. I wasn't Jesus. there. I wasn't there. And I remember Santino had to leave early because he had a show in Atlanta that night. Same, and, same. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it was you. Oh, it was me. Yeah, you and had Rogan. to leave early. Yeah, I left now early. I
1: remember. I, I missed all the good shit. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs>
1: I saw oh. Poirier, but I missed uh, Adesanya.
0: Yeah, man. That was such a, yeah. But it, yeah, it was just wild to see that guy last night.
1: I think he's one of the best of all time. I yeah. think he's like a special fighter. He's different. Who, Adesanya, you mean? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I didn't see him. I mean, just gasoline. But yeah, Adesanya, I mean, that fight was just crazy watching those two men hit each other
1: forever. Oh, yeah. God. Wow. Man, um, that was like the best day of my life. And yeah. to you, that was a blip in your in your mullet lifestyle.
4: I
0: feel so bad, bro. <laughs> You're
1: out here picking out I remember out you frames. had to leave
0: early. We're all like, damn, he has to leave early to it go to a show. You read at uh, The Skull, the right? The Skull,
1: yeah, and it yeah. was brutal. I was like, I don't want to leave. Oh. I'd rather watch this shit fight than go to this show, but it was fun. Damn. Sold out, good time. I'm going to try to get us tickets to another fight, man, and you and I will go. Let's do it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Boy, I feel like we really bonded, too, on that couch. Yeah. Jeez. Damn. I got to be more memorable.
0: No, I, I just probably was just, I was just probably thinking about myself.
1: Sure. Um, who is this? A couple of whites right here. What is this? Segura and... Uh, <laughs> Uh Rickles? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I think that's Seguran. Who yeah, who does that look like? Who's that guy at the Jimmy store? Jimmy Schubert?
1: <laughs> uh, maybe an old Shube. Who's that guy at the store who opens it up? Alan Arkin? No, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh yeah, Arvis.
0: Ar- Hamilton. Argus, Hamilton. Argus Hamilton. Argus Hamilton. Yeah.
2: Sebrian yeah. yeah. you know, looks good on him.
0: Named hey, after you know. obviously a couple of slaves, let's be honest. You know, oh, Argus yeah. Hamilton. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Good play. What's up,
0: Theo?
2: Gang gang. gang.
3: What's up, hey, guys? Mark? We're a couple of Tuesdays. and All we right. want to know about your best
0: night
2: and your worst night.
0: Performing comedy. Mm, oh, I got
1: that oh. for you.
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs> Cute couple right there. Yeah. Thank you guys.
1: Yeah. You want to start? Uh, let's hear yours, man. All right. Well, one, I've had a, I've had a lot of great nights. I've had a lot of bad nights. It's hard to pick the the top, but I did the 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 what is that? What's the arena here? Staples. No 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 forum. Sorry. forum. I did the forum once and that was pretty unbelievable I I just killed at the forum. I wow. just had it. It was just sold out, you know, open for Schumer. What I don't know what is that? Thirty thousand people or whatever the fuck it is. Really? Twenty twenty
2: two, maybe
1: twenty two, yeah. It was unreal and it's in a circle and just rocked it and it just everything clicked. I did the Patrice O'Neill benefit, and that was a good one with Bill Burr inviting me, which was like such an honor. Mm-hmm. And that just clicked. I had a, I remember I went third, which was like the best spot in this show, and just kicked kicked it right in the teeth. And it just, you know when your timing is the mm. laugh and then you, then the laugh, it just worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill said some nice things after. So that was great. But the worst probably two months ago during Christmas uh, I did a g- bunch of corporate gigs. Do you do corporates? I just did one this week actually. Oh nice. They're pretty they're pretty different. Yeah. They're not really stand up. You're just kinda like trying to keep these people happy and get your paycheck and get out of there. Yeah, you don't want to get any HR issues. That's yes. the biggest thing. Yes. And I that's exactly what I did. I had to host a pharmaceutical award show. Mm-hmm. Big hotel, ballroom, you know, like white tablecloths, fine china, tuxedos, chandeliers. And I'm host, I got note cards, like a stack this high of like, next up, best sleep aid. Here are the nominees. Like, I was that guy. I had a podium and everything. And I had to study it. And the paycheck was insane. They picked me up in a limo, drove me out to Philadelphia. Damn. I get there. I'm supposed to do 15 minutes of stand up to open just to like get them loose and then go into the award shows. Clean. But they knew my stuff. They watched all my YouTube and they're like, We like your edge and all that shit. So just do you. So I just to play it safe, I did the sign I opened for Seinfeld mm-hmm. and I did the Seinfeld set, which, you know, nothing yeah. cleaner than Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh so I go up and out of the gate, bomb, bomb, bomb. Every joke, and I'm like, all right, well, let me pull out some heavy hitters. These always work. Bomb. Foolproof bomb. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I'll get a little dirtier. That's how I'll get them. I go, I do a vibrator joke, I see a, I see a table of women get up and leave in like a huff, and I go, oh, that's not good, so I, I comment on them. Dry women, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. These women were not into it, and so <laughs> I my my get off to like, I bring these people up to like give a little speech about some kind of fucking drugs they're selling, and I get off, and the CEO of the whole thing is yelling at me, and he's like how could you say that about my wife? And I'm like, wait, what are you talking, I don't even know who your wife is. And he's like, my wife is offended. Get the hell out of here. You're fired. You're done. And I was like, wait, no. what? What are you talking about? I'm in a tuxedo. I rented a tux from <laughs> Joseph A. Banks. <laughs> so I'm like, what? So I go up to like the curator later and she's like, she's crying because he yelled at her first. And oh. she's, like, she's like, you gotta go, you gotta go. We're gonna find someone else to host it. The whole, it's three more hours <laughs> in the show. And I just had to get in a car and go back to Philly. No. I mean, go back to New York. Brutal. I studied and all this shit, and it was like a fine lobster steak dinner, and it was like so high end. And this was a big production with like a you know a sound booth guy and the lighting guy and the waiters and all this shit. And I just had to leave Ugh. over a joke. She thought it was offensive to women, but the joke is so blah. It's like so innocuous. But what's the joke? The joke is uh, my girl used a vibrator, and you, you, I say I feel like a uh, I feel like I'm obsolete now because the vibrator is better than me. I feel like this. She's at CVS, I'm an employee there, and she's using the self-checkout. Mm. You know, and I'm like, hey, if you need a hand, I'm your man, you know, like I feel like I'm losing my job. Mm. Then I'm like, these robots are taking our job, blah, 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 and it's, I'm the loser in the joke. Yeah. You know, I, she's, the vibrator is better, but she uh. took that as some of, she probably hasn't gotten laid since 88, she's yeah. taken out on me, she's repressed, she's gay, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I got I got the, uh, the old boot, <clears throat> brutal, but I got paid. Oh, you did get paid? I got paid. Good agent. Good agent, yeah, and it wasn't my fault. Like I did the the, the material that I did on Conan, you know. Yeah. Like, so it's TV shit, but yeah,
0: that doesn't that sound like that lady had some kind of issue. Mm. Maybe she was having to use a vibrator a lot and things weren't going
1: well or something. I or who think knows. something was up. Yeah, she wanted to get railed by uh, puberty Wilson or something was yeah. going on.
2: And everybody in that crowd is probably on opioids. The yeah, they're it. fucking drug
1: dealers <laughs> lecturing me about uh, morality and shit. I'm like, you guys sell pills, Oxycontin to people They get hooked in, in Boston and then they do heroin and kill themselves. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm the bad guy, I'm telling Zingers. Yeah, you're
0: putting fucking, you're trying to get Somas into Lunchables. Yeah, know? exactly. You guys are out of your minds.
1: Right, cra- That's what I was saying with the priorities, we're all out of whack, you yeah. know? some For some reason, jokes really hit people, like hit a nerve with people. I don't know what it is.
0: But, I, I, like, I noticed that We've become, I notice sometimes things will get me edge. Agi- like, I'm like, oh, I'm like I'm reacting to things. Like, I am becoming part of the problem that I even call out uh, sometimes. I like, mean, we're all human. Right. I notice this sometimes. I'm like, though, like, damn, this thing really has me, like, bent. This is somebody's tweet or something. Oh, like, really? what am I doing? Like, what's going on here? Like, right,
1: right. Like, white male, straight white male, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, shit. Is this about me? Yeah, yeah. just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I
0: find myself getting like triggered by shit
1: yeah 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 well it happens it happens but you go all right i'm triggered and you're not gonna go get somebody fired right you would never do that no you would go shit why did that bother me and you gotta sit with it a little bit maybe but just to have that gut reaction to just like ruin this guy fuck you you made me feel weird for one second you're done yeah that's a crazy instinct
0: well we've give. well the thing that's going on is there's something that's making us why do we feel weird like why like the feeling of, of feeling weird about something has been magnified somehow. Yes. It used to be like somebody told a joke. It, made me, it maybe made me feel a certain type of way or something a little bit. That was very small. I was more focused on how is this going to make me laugh. Yeah. Almost even sometimes I would pretend to laugh. Yeah, of course. Just to, it, just to enjoy myself. Yes, Whereas yes. Whereas now there's this, whatever the muscle or the react, the reactor inside of us that wants to wants to be upset yeah that thing is stronger now
1: yeah, yeah, that's true you're right. That's a good point it's just a, it's well, become stronger I think because the more comfort you have, the less tough skin you have maybe like we we're so used to comfort that when you feel a little bit of discomfort, mm. you're like, oh, this is weird. I, I gotta put it I gotta shut this down and I think people like canceling and like, being morally superior on Twitter and just shouting out a guy, I think, makes you feel good. Also, it gives you a little power. Like, I got that guy kicked off of SNL. How cool right. am I? I'm great. He's racist. I'm great. Yeah. I saw an interesting thing. Uh, I don't want to say any names, but I was at the comedy club. Doc Rivers. <laughs> I was at a comedy club in New York, and we're all talking, hanging out. This lady was there. And she's an L.A. comic, and Shane Gillis walked up, and he goes, hey, i she goes, hey, I'm, we'll say Leslie, and he mm-hmm. goes, yeah, I know who you are. You shit on me on Twitter after the whole SNL thing. No, no, and he goes, uh, she goes, I did. Who are you? She didn't even know who he was. Wow. And he goes, I'm Shane Gillis, and she's like, oh, really? Wow. You know, I never, ah, I was just, you know, going with the flow. Like everybody was shitting on you, I just jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> I didn't know you were a real person. Like I never put it together. Now that we're face to face, it's weird. And he was like, yeah, I get it. It's cool. And that was it. But it was cool seeing it. In real life. Right. Not just, you know, screens. Right. So that was fun. Because the screens can make you do anything. You you got no remorse. Yeah. You suck, kill yourself, you know. And then they do it and you go, shit, that's real.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing. You know what that goes, it's the same thing with pornography. It's like. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If that were a real person, you wouldn't be behaving that way because you have a wife or you have a girlfriend. Right, right, right. But because it's on this screen, it makes it. It's distant. Right, it's distant, but it still has this residual effect. And then the effect that you see in the world from that, like... It's so funny when the, when people were ripping on Ari the other day when it first happened, you know, everybody's yeah. like getting in Ari Shafir and cancel him. And then the, the funniest part to me was people calling him a white supremacist.
1: That's the go-to now. Yeah. The I mean, right. I think
0: sometimes he's kind of a Jewish supremacist, I think, sometimes. Just sure. because of his whole new act, you know? Yeah. Which almost yeah. would be a good name for him. Yeah, that's uh, true. Well, but,
1: Judaism in in itself is supremacist. They, they call themselves the chosen one. Yeah. What, do you think you're better than me, you fucking Jew? Yeah, I thought the chosen one was Carmelo Anthony. Wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He ain't no he, yeah. I
0: also thought the first time I heard Carmelo Anthony, uh, he is a well, I thought it was a candy, dude. And I was like, I want Ooh, some Caramello. How could he not have a bar? Carmelo I know, right? Anthony?
1: That sounds great. I'd
0: have two of them, yeah. But it made me, uh. But I started to get, I was like, oh, yeah, people are pissed at Ari, man. he fuck, uh, And I just noticed my brain starting to go down this little yeah, path. Yeah, it like, happens. It happens. He really fucked up, you know, what's going, like.
1: It's the mob mentality with the torches. And you go, oh, we're burning this lady? Let's burn her.
0: Yeah. Don't burn me, burn her. Then you had to be there and do it. That's true. That's true. Now you got, you know, Larry Ruckus sitting on his couch. He hasn't yeah. worked ever. And he's like, you know, he has 20, 40,000 tweets. Right. If you have over 11,000 tweets, dude, they should give you an amount per year.
1: Yes. There you go. You really want to use one on this? Yep. This little situation? Uh, I remember one time in, yeah. in high school, I was hanging out with my friend. He's like, uh, my he, he didn't go to my high school. And we went to his football game. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the stands and you start rooting. That's not my school. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what happens to these kids. Yeah. But you start rooting. And it's the same thing. It's it, You want to be a part of something. Yeah. You know, you get on Twitter, you don't... My whole thing with, like, the Ari stuff and all this... can't. Like, I just don't care. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, Ari said something crazy. All right, so what? Go go buy your groceries. Go right. jerk off. Go hug your kids.
0: Right, who has that much... Who has too much time to care? Yes. Like, I like thinking about it. Like, it's interesting to think about why it happened. What, sure. Uh, what's going on. Like, if there was something in his head, if he thought before, like...
1: But you're already a step ahead if you're, you're you're sitting back and thinking not everybody's just going off just gut like right. Ugh, primal monkey shit. You're thinking about it. Yeah,
0: it's this weird thing that we want to be. Uh, yeah, you're right. I want to find a way. How do I be better than this person? Yeah. right
1: Yeah. Why does this bother people? Why did he do it? What's he trying to get out of it? Like yeah, that's already you're you're better off. Your, your
0: mind is a little more open. It's interesting. Try to keep it open. It can, yeah.
1: it can get closed pretty quick. But of yeah, course, try, try to keep it open. Well, it's easy to go gut. It's yeah. so yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. And we always go the easy route,
0: dude. You know, I had a tweet that I had to pull down, and, and thankfully I, I, I did. I mean, some lady uh, said Lakers and Nicker and Knicks, you know, uh, on the television the other day, and they thought oh. that she said the N word. Did you oh, see that lady? I did see that. Yeah. So right after, I was like, people started sharing that. So I took the. Some guys like, can you believe this lady said this? She needs to be ruined, right, you know, right. or whatever. And I was like, I had a tweet. It was like, so what? You know, no matter how many times she says it or something, it's not going to bring him back. You know, Ooh. and kind of like edgy, funny. Ooh. You know,
1: heavy stuff from the thief.
0: But immediately, let me make sure that's exactly what I said. Uh, so what? It's not. It still won't bring him back. Something yeah, like that. Ooh, like boy. just this ridiculous idea. Sure. That if you said the n word enough, it would bring somebody back from the dead. Right. 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 Do um,
2: you want to hear the lady say it?
1: Yeah, let's do yeah, it. let's hear it. Oh, a million five views.
2: Perfectly
4: cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Nakers. If I could ask you to stay
1: with us. we're. Gonna it did sound like it. It really cast did. on the Los Angeles Lakers.
0: Oh, I think that they adjusted the audio in that one.
1: Really? It is a little. There's a pause.
0: Yeah, there's a bit of a hitch in the giddy up. <laughs> right. And that's, see, what's crazy is. So 1.5 million people, if they did adjust that audio, you have no idea. And that and they, and they now 1.5 million people think that the lady said that.
1: And is she fired or what happened?
0: I don't think so. She did an apology. Chris D'Alia had a good tweet, I think, yesterday or this morning, um, earlier today while reporting.
1: D'Elia has good takes on, like, just reality. Yeah. Because you know, we get all worked up and shit. And then he's like, he just kind of cuts to the, this is dumb and you know it and this is why.
0: Yeah, he's like, anybody, yeah, imagine thinking she actually was so secretly racist. And you just (laughs) want to virtue signal you feeling guilty about your own racism and want people to think you're not a racist.
1: Right. I think there's some truth to that.
0: Agreed, 100%.
1: Like, you know, you make a joke about watermelon. Somebody goes, hey, that's racist. And you're like, I didn't even mention black people. You went there. What's your brain doing at night? Yeah, some of that
0: stuff's ridiculous. And that's where I think sometimes Hollywood gets all cornered up because they've shut themselves. They've painted uh, themselves into this incapable space to be human.
1: Yes, well said. So true. that's why I, I come out of the gate going I'm a piece of shit. I suck. I'm a degenerate. I like uh blow and and pussy, you know? Yeah. Cuz I I don't want to <laughs> fall into that world. It, oh, no, it's to so be president? Yeah. It, it, yeah. Like, but it's it,
0: funny though cuz it, it's true.
1: Yeah, like it it feels like those guys in Hollywood are all on a reality show and uh you said fag, so now you're you're out the house. You got eliminated. Yeah. You're done. Like Louis CK got eliminated, you yeah. know? And you're like uh, just eliminate me now. Like, I don't even yeah, want to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be in the house. Yeah,
0: I just want to do blow. Yeah. Say fag in the yard all the time. Right, yeah.
1: right. And I'm not a bad guy, and I, no. I I have no homophobic thought, or I don't even give a shit. But, but I've noticed that, uh, the ball busting, because New York has gotten kind of so wokey and everything, that the ball busting has gone L.A. It mm. used to be like Tough Crowd, Patrice, Colin Quinn, DePaulo, Norton, Keith Robinson. That Those days are over, you know, uh apollo has gone wacky, uh, political, Colin Quinn's gone one man show, whatever. But like the ball busting now is you guys. Mm. You and Dalia and Swartzen and Schaub and Callen, and those guys are all making fun of each other, and it's it's nice to see it again. Mm. It's all gone LA somehow.
0: Yeah, I, I do notice sometimes, like, yeah, it is uh like, especially on King and the Sting, there's a, it's a fun place where we can, like, just rip each other. Yeah. You know, and we, have other, th- we have other people, like, uh, we have a little bit of diversity on there. So it's, like, a fun place where we can talk about, you know, joke about race. and Right. Like, I growing up, dude, I remember if you said the N-word, that's how, you, if somebody beat your ass, that's how you knew if you could say it or not. Right, you right, know? yeah. That's how you knew.
1: Yeah, but it was a lot of intent, too. Like, y- y- not intent, but you could feel... Oh, the yeah. heat behind it you know yeah. like I said this on Rogan but in my neighborhood you could feel it if it's the same words like fuck you white boy and then ah fuck you white boy it's the same words right. but it was a way different feeling like yeah. if I was on a basketball court and I heard the first one I was like I'm out of here right. but I heard the second one and I'm get a guy in a headlock and noogie him you Right. Know? vitriol noogie please yeah vitriol who Johnson. (laughs) One of them
0: has
2: vitriol and
0: one doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, it's kind of crazy when I was growing up. I was like, black people have some of the
1: craziest names when I was growing up. But
0: now I'm like, dude, some of the, like, you gotta have a unique name and a lot of it's freaking dope, you know.
1: Yeah, of course. You stand out, but now honkies have gone like Gwyneth paltrow has got a kid named Apple. Yeah. So we have our own white version of Weird. They got like DeQuante or whatever the fuck. And we yeah. got like Lighthouse. I think it's Jason Lee's kid is named Lighthouse. That's insane. Give that a give that a goog there, will you, Nick? Lighthouse? If they did
0: Lighthouse for the Blind, I would love it. (laughs) That's a little long. Yeah, dude. Also, how risky to put a light... You're leading the blind right next to the fucking water, bro.
1: Yeah, right? So risky. Damn. That was GPS back in the day. Every time
0: I see that ad, I'm like, this is insane, (laughs)
1: man. How does this end, you know? I know, right? Blind people, you ever think about like... That they just got to deal with that.
0: We had a girl on here, a blind person. What?
1: Yeah, really. It was one of
0: our yeah, it was one of our most popular episodes. I mean, just talking about what it was like. She said she can relate sometimes to computers because that's how her brain feels. It's like Ooh. the more it goes along certain paths and stuff, yeah, the more it gets used and gets comfortable in that path and like knowing what's going on.
2: Interesting
0: how key like sound is to them. Um,
2: yeah, of course,
0: and how they can feel how other people are feeling a lot Whoa. of times.
2: Whoa. Are we talking about the actor, Jason Lee? I thought so. He's got one named Casper, one they call Birdie. Oh, maybe I had the wrong guy. I'm not seeing a like
0: Casper's that. pretty intent.
1: Somebody's got a wacky name, like Lighthouse, or Light Fixture, or Light Beer, I can't remember. I might have Lighthouse wrong. It Damn. could be a Ferry, maybe? You ever take that ferry
0: over there from New Orleans over to the West Bank? West
1: Bank, yeah, sure, Mardi Gras World, we'd go there. Yeah, I used to take that with my dad all the time. I loved that ferry, it was like a buck. Yeah. That was good times. Yeah, that thing was good. Remember it costed a dollar to get into New Orleans from the West Bank. Every day those my friends would have to pay a buck to get into the city. They got rid of that, but that was weird as a kid. Like, damn. That's yeah. kinda shitty to the wankers.
0: Yeah, it really is kinda.
1: Yeah. You gotta pay to get in here.
0: Yeah, and you have to come over there to work and you also gotta pay. Yeah. The causeway was like that coming from Mandeville. It was like you had to pay, yeah, it was uh, Oh really? It was a dollar and then it was a dollar fifty. On each side. Damn. Then eventually it was just $3 one way.
4: Damn. So
0: the other way you didn't have to stop. You had to pay $3 up top.
1: Longest bridge in America.
0: Yep. I think. And it was the longest bridge in the world. What? For a while and then Japanese built one longer.
1: I got caught on that bridge uh, about to get murdered. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, we were stopped on the causeway because we were getting chased by this guy who was trying to kill us me and a couple high school friends. And there was an accident on the causeway. So it was gridlocked. So the car had to park and we're like, fuck. And he got out and he was like shaking the car. He was like a big buff guy. And we were like three squirrely Catholic school kids. And he had a knife and he was like slicing the side of the car up. And luckily the cops at the wreck saw it and like tased him and pulled him down and cuffed him. Oh, that's amazing. It was wild. But I was like, go on the causeway. He won't follow us because it's too long. (laughs) But then there was a fucking wreck. (laughs) That causeway, man. Because to me, that, oh that was a whole other world over there where you lived. I was like, I don't know what goes on in Covington and, and oh, Mandeville yeah. and all that shit. That was a, I didn't know what that was. It got just
0: it wild. Yeah, it was just kind of suburban, and then it just got a little bit weird the further you got out.
1: Yeah. Well, I went to LSU for a while, and a, a bunch of guys I lived with were from Mandeville, and mm-hmm. these were tough, rambling dudes. Like, they could fish and skin a fox and, like, you know... Fight and you know, smoking weed with really dangerous. I can't remember any of them. One guy was named Gabe McCormick, one guy was named Jared Smedley. These were like, like backyard, right, rough and tumble kind of guys, yeah. you know, like Cajun dudes. Yeah, and I, I was glad I was friends with them because they were like tough dudes. Like, yeah, I yeah. saw them fist fight all the time. Oh, wow, yeah, like they would headbutt a dude and they'd be wearing polo shirts and a oh, woven yeah, belt yeah. and just knock a guy out at a football game. Like and they were like my size. They yeah. weren't big guys or anything. Just brave they had a little bit of bravery, huh? Yeah, and they would ha- they had like their own knives. They had knives in their yeah. room and shit, you People know. They to make knives yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was it was like prisony. Yeah. You know? They had a weird scar on their head and shit. Good guys. Yeah. Yeah. They knew how to make a boat out of a log and shit, yeah. you know? D yeah. rog. Yeah, that P-Rog, man. Oh yeah, they could catch a crab with their hand out of the water, and like they could pick up a rock and go, "All right, the wind's going that way." Like they knew, they were almost had like a little Cherokee in their ass. Yeah, it was interesting. I think a
0: lot of people have a little bit, and they put a little chunk of mud under their tongue, you know, (laughs) tell if you're a Pisces or not.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and I, I came from the city, so I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is, you know. But uh, yeah, cool, cool guys.
0: LSU. Did you enjoy your time over there? What was it like?
1: I did, but I lived in a house with four guys, and we had a hot tub and a beer pong table. So I failed. I failed out of three colleges, Damn. and eventually I got into Southeastern, okay. and I finished online. Hell yeah, dude! Hammond. So you're a lion. You're I guess. A Southeastern lion. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, dude. From Hammond. Yeah, it was a good school. Yeah. I liked it. It's a good school, man. It's a
0: nice little place of it. I went over there to a pumpkin. Uh, carving contest one time oh nice we drove over there practice for months dude <laughs> and i got over there and f- i just got
1: too nervous and i ate shit man. ah i just did lafayette and they were like theo was just here it was like the talk of the town oh yeah i did uh we had fun over there that uh, what is that holiday no double tree hotel jason leonard's got this show and it's killer it's like 300 plus seats wow. great show and they wow. were like theo was just here and i was like i know theo it was fun oh that's cool yeah i get to yeah, tell people i know you crowd. all the time
0: uh people ask about you all the time, man. Come on. They do. They're always like, Oh yeah, you and Mark Normali are from the same place. Right. You guys. You've probably been one of the most requested people that we've had to have on the podcast. Whoa. Up there for sure. I'll yep. take it.
1: I think people expect me, because I'm from New Orleans to be like, I come in on a gator and I got a fucking three cornered hat on <laughs> yeah, and yeah. shit, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know, it was just a city. Yeah. We ate weird food, I guess, and listened to Zydeco. And Mardi Gras happens. and Mardi Gras. Oh, that was the best. Uh, you got you two get weeks drunk? off of school. What would what are you, you kidding? do? I mean, St. Charles Avenue. Oh, yeah, so remember, much fun. Remember Seventh Street? That was yeah. where all the kids hung out. Yeah. We would do drugs and get drunk and make out and finger girls and yeah. eat each other out by the bushes and all that shit. And I remember making out with a girl who had cigarette breath and it was like so hot to me because oh, she was so like adult. Yeah. Yeah, good times. God, that's fun. And you could drink outside there. I got I got knocked out on St. Charles uh, one time. Dude, I got knocked out on St. Charles by Lee Circle. Oh shit! I got, why,
0: was it a tall blonde-haired dude? Like two? Like I mean, two hundred thirty
1: pounds, no. And no. Six two. No, I wish hmm. it was like a college guy, just like a fat, doughy, you know, chunky white guy. Oh, you
0: could have beat that guy, bet. Did well, you try to beat him or not? He
1: snuck me, as oh, we used to
0: say. That's uh, that's one thing I don't like that happens in Louisiana all the yeah, time, bro. Yeah. That sneak bullshit. That's the kind of shit that I did not like that happened
1: a lot down all there. All the time, yeah. I was. It was a weird story. Me and a couple of friends were hanging out, drinking, and these kids, like older kids, a little boy caught a spear, and mm-hmm. the spear was like, The big one. That was like a big ticket item. And they were nice. Yeah, They were nice. And if you caught one of those, like, oh, shit, well done. Yeah. And uh, these older kids were like, give me the fucking spear, kid. And he was like, no, it's mine. Ah." And we're like, hey, leave the kid alone. It's a spear. What are you, crazy? Like, you're 18, 19, 20. What are you, crazy? And they're like, who the fuck are you? So they start pushing us. So we start pushing them. And then one of my friends got pushed, and this is, like, out of a movie, the other guy squatted behind him, like an ottoman, and he fell over. So they start stomping on my friend's face. Yes. So then I got hit, and I go down, and I remember seeing, I'm laying on the sidewalk, looking at my friend getting smushed by, like, a Doc Martin, Yeah. you know? And I was like, this is bad. (laughs) (laughs) So we lost pretty quick. (laughs) Uh, We had the one black friend who was swinging away, but uh, the cops came and broke it up. And we're like, all right, well, that was crazy. We're all banged up and shit. We're like, ah, what are you going to do? Give me another beer. And then we go walk like a block. And I'm talking to my girlfriend at the time. And she goes, "I I think that's one of those guys. And I was like, huh? And I looked the wrong way. And he was running this way. Running start. Hit me, oh. I went out and pissed myself. Oh. Which is the most embarrassing thing. I mean, not Did only you, getting knocked out, but urinating. And you especially you've done that so much as a child. I guess. I guess I got a weak dick stop, piss stopper or something. I got no cork. Yeah. And I went out and I was laying on a guy's lawn, like oh. drooling and pissing on myself, which is pretty embarrassing. And I woke up like two minutes later and my girlfriend, like, get out! Like swinging her purse and shit. Oh, that's the worst. I'd I'd rather the guy kill me than have a girlfriend
0: standing there saying, get out of here. Brutal, He's my man. Yeah. That's the worst. Oh, it was brutal, man. That's the worst, dude, because that ruins your Mardi Gras.
1: Oh, completely. And I had a fucking egg wop right here. It was rough. And yeah, that was bad. I had to like have lunch with my mom the next day. She's like, what happened? I was like, I fell down the (laughs) stairs. I got hit by a doorknob. (laughs) Brutal, brutal. Dude. But it humbles you.
0: Yeah. It definitely makes you think about Yeah, like, yeah, you get you get knocked around a couple of times, you you get a little bit wiser. Yeah, just stay out of certain situations. Definitely. Don't ask questions. Don't run your mouth. You can notice when things are just starting to heat yes. up, you're gone. Yeah,
1: you can feel the Spidey sense is tingling. And I saw, I mean, those fucking Baton Rouge guys were, dang- they would kick you in the face yeah. at, like at a bar and shit, like in the parking lot. No, oh, the
0: fights out there were wild. It got more risk. Yeah, they had a ton of fights at LSU, man. Oh yeah, I That's... remember being in a parking lot one time and somebody threw a beer bottle and went right by my head Ooh, and shattered on a wall next damn. to me. Damn! I was like, some and it's nobody. I didn't even know anybody. I was like, somebody's. It's crazy. You know, I'm just not. I have aspirations, mm-hmm. um, dude. Yeah, I remember one time we're walking down the street and this big white dude. I think he was on steroids, bro. And he walked past us, and it was me and a couple of my buddies. And he goes, uh, oh, he turns around and he's like, well, one of y'all called me the N word? And we're like, mm. no way, dude. I'm
1: not blind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you crazy? Yeah, bro. Tighten
0: up, man. Yeah. You're dude, gonna have before a better we could say anything, bro, he fucking decks one of my buddies, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. They had like a piece of, uh, just a piece of, like, uh, it was like a. Not a two by four, but like maybe a one by two or something. Ooh, like a really thick dowel rod right there, just leaning on this fence. It was Mardi Gras. Somebody made a sign and left it there. So I just picked it up and just snapped this guy with it. Really? Yep. He hit me. He hit my buddy. That didn't
1: knock him down. (laughs) Dude, here was a crazy. Who
0: is this N word? (laughs) This white (laughs) N word is a beast, (laughs) bro. It did not know this guy was huge, man. He was on something. Like he was just unbeatable. You know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was like the first time you get to like the super, like the like the 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 boss. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I don't know where he jumps, right. so I'm
1: fucked, yeah. <laughs> I got to play it a few times to get his rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, So
0: this guy was, and some girls pull up. The only girls we even knew that we had any chance with their Mardi Gras pull up, and they're like, and for some reason, I kind of like fallen off to the side of the fight, and they're like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we're like- I'm like, oh, this guy's beating the shit out of us. <laughs> what does it look like we're doing? And no joke. The girl goes, okay, well, we're just going to find a place to park. I'm like,
1: okay. Oh, that's They exciting. were just looking for parking. I like that gal. She's not phased by shit.
0: So, She's man, this hit. guy cracked me <laughs> right in the middle of the head, and it was oh. this horrible big red welt. Yeah, yeah. And I got some ash out of a uh, thing and tried to fake that ash Wednesday Oh,
1: thing. smart. Smart move. You should have gone
0: full Muslim. Just put that dot down there. Wow. He got you right here. Oh, man. He got me right there, man. And, yeah, it definitely kind of woke me up. Like, it shook my head a little. Sure. It almost made me feel pretty cool.
1: Yeah, you get a rush and you feel alive a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, right on, man. I can get knocked out. Yeah, it's very primal, you know? Like, we grew up, not grew up, but we evolved fighting. Yeah. And so it's something in you. I mean, you pick that stick up. Pretty quick, yeah. You weren't like, should I pick up the stick? You just went for it.
0: Yeah, it was fun hitting him too, right in the neck.
1: I bet. <laughs> I can't believe that didn't knock him out oh, or knock no. him
0: down at least. No, not this guy. Damn. I would have had to hit him. I bet forty times for him to go down. Wow. It, it was right. Here was the worst part. Right when I picked it up, I realized it wasn't that strong. It was like I wished it, it was like flimsy. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of it wasn't that sturdy.
1: Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it was almost like slapping somebody with a piece of wood. <laughs> ah, <laughs> back. You hit a guy with like a paint stirrer or yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks he just made him mad yeah, yeah. yeah
0: all it did is make him mad <laughs>
1: right right it's like he started
0: th- blinking like on the screen you're like <laughs> yeah, oh this isn't good
1: <laughs> right right you needed a flower to fireball him <laughs> yeah. damn
0: um what else Did we cover everything nick you got anything any more uh,
2: questions uh All the good ones, the other ones you kind of answered within conversation. Oh,
1: all right, all right. I hope we weren't too serious. I hope there was some some yucks in there. Oh, I was yucking it up. All right, all right. Yeah, I thought it was fun, man. It's just
0: also just nice to get to chat. We never really got to sit down and chat that much.
1: That's the beauty of pods, man. It brings people together. Like, I I have friends who I don't see unless we podcast, which is kind of sad, but we're working. We're always busy.
0: Yeah. What's it like at the cellar these days over there?
1: It's different. It's definitely more, uh, you know, diverse and, like, spread out. And no one calls anybody on shit, which I think, like, I'm all for diversity, and I'm all for new people and hanging out and different voices, but it was a it was a better place when you were more honest. Now it's like, well, this is a gay, trans, or whatever, so I'm not going to push it. Right. You know, but he might have a hacky joke that I heard before, but I'm like, I don't want to just ruffle any feathers because... I don't want to seem like I'm this guy. Right. Which I think is worse. That's not progress. Right. I thought it was about treating everybody equally, but we're so nervous about stepping on toes and being called phobic, of this and that. So, like, that part's weird. Man, yeah, that seems like a really tough environment. Yeah, like, back in the day, Patrice would go, what the fuck is that hat? Yeah. You know, and you can't do that now. he's you're like, I don't know if that hat's a fucking garb or uh you yeah, know. Yeah, it's
0: like a service hat.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. And now I'm classist or some shit, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's different. You got to watch your P's and Q's where before it was like you just kind of shot from the hip, which I think is some goodness to that. You know, you, yeah. don't, you don't want a football coach who's going, hey, everything was great. Now you got a guy going, hey, you, you fucked that up. Do that again. Get down on four knees and this and that. And take a knee, whatever. But yeah, so we're missing that part. But it's still a great club. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That place is legendary. Oh, uh, have you worked there ever?
0: Yeah, I got oh. uh, Schumer and Neil Brennan helped me get past there.
1: Nice. All right. It's. I mean, it's a tight comedy box. Yeah. It's a laugh. I was box. so nervous. Even when I went back there last time, like, like maybe four
0: months ago, I passed through town. Didn't even go perform. I just went by to say. And I was just like so nervous, just even yeah. getting in
1: there. It's weird. I mean, the store used to be like that, but the store has kind of gotten more welcoming. I feel yeah. like. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, I think well, there's so many comics there. There's so many people there usually at night. Yeah, and you know a lot more people
1: now. too. Right, right. That helps. Yeah,
0: I mean, you definitely people. You know, you say Mark Norman, people are like, oh yeah.
1: Right. I'm I not gonna that. lie to you. Like a couple of years ago, I'd see you and just be like, ugh, I don't know anybody. It was like high school at the cafeteria. Like, we have some connection. I need you. Yeah. But you were doing shit. You were busy, and I was like, all right, all right. I gotta, I gotta learn to just sit here alone. Damn. But you know, you know how it is when you're, you're. Different, you want to fucking cling to some guy.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's funny. It's like the things that we, it's like so easily, like if you know like say like a missile hit it would be interesting to see how quick people got into like what Ooh. what would make attract people to different people and get into certain groups and clicks you know for
1: sure for sure i always say like remember world war three was about to happen you know with trump everything with iran yeah yeah and everybody's like this is awful and you know everybody's got jokes about it i'm like it's not that bad if you're checking your retweets right you know if if you're checking your retweets It's not really an emergency. We all pretend like we're living in this crisis time and everything's gonna on fire (laughs) around us, you know? But if you're going, here's my Trump joke, how's that doing? (laughs) Things aren't that bad. If your house is on fire, you're not tweeting shit, you (laughs) know what I mean? So that's how you kind of know if things are really bad. And then, of course, it turned into nothing and nobody cared 10 minutes later. But yeah, I feel like uh, that's a good point because- People are going to, my dad used to always say, we need a war. We need a war. People are black versus white, rich versus poor, men versus women. We need a war to bring us all together, which is not yeah. a great mentality. But I've I thought about that saying. before. Yeah, like you need some kind of common enemy. Like we used to hate the Nazis and we hated the Russians. And, you know, you got to have some kind of bonding factor, which we don't really have anymore. Everybody's doing their own shit. You got a pod, he's got a web series, she's uh, a... a diorama. Yeah, yeah. He's got an easel, He's like got, got a compass. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a Dimitri Martin reference, yeah. too, guys, just so you know what's going on
1: here. So we should do
0: a showdown in New Orleans together. That'd, be, that'd oh, be pretty cool, huh? Dude,
1: I would love that. That'd be great. We could sell out the Mahalia or... Uh, I don't know, that's pretty big. That Sanger might be cool. Ooh! Me, you, Patton? That could be, be so fun. fun. That could be fun. My, uh... My
0: dad's kid from his first marriage bought that place.
1: What?
0: He Wait, got your dad? He, owned kid. That, he used to own that bar right there on your shirt, Tipitinas. Tipitina's? My dad's son from his first marriage, yeah.
1: Oh, so a so half brother. Yeah, half brother. Okay. He's like,
0: he died. He accidentally died in the woods. He accidentally got shot but He was like 68 or 70, I think. Yeah, he died wow. a couple of months ago.
1: He must have been a big hitter. I mean, he did. Yeah, that. they did
0: well. It was crazy because we didn't have anything. And yeah. We had this old dad, and he had this other family from, you know, Thirty years earlier—that's wild—and they own Tipatina's and they own like all this nice stuff. You so, know? could
1: you come into town and get kind of wine and dine? No, ah, that's yeah, sucks. we just didn't have
0: that. Damn, but I had like an, a common enemy though. <laughs> I was like,
4: oh
1: fuck
0: them. There you go. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought you were my uh, half bro. Yeah, going
0: to hook me up with some tickets. Yeah, get me in there, dude. I want to see. Uh, uh disco biscuits tonight, you
1: know. <laughs> I want to see Bag of Donuts. Yeah.
0: Remember them? Oh dude, remember them. They played nine of my proms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're
0: the only band. Them yeah. and Cowboy Mouth. Yes.
1: Bro. And we had Better Than Ezra, I think. Better than Ezra, I really liked it. I did too. I yeah. remember
0: Ron and do the crest wet grass, grass, falling, falling a step, step behind.
1: behind. <laughs> That's all I knew. Yeah,
0: me too. Uh <laughs> dude, bag of uh, dude, first of all, Cowboy Mouth they can't play everything dude no it would be at nine things they'd be yeah. at a funeral right they'd be at a um icu opening yeah they would be <laughs> christening like, yeah everything bar mitzvah, what's yeah. going on then they had the radiators was a big yeah, one radiators they opened up a restaurant in the north shore in mandeville called what? mandy's restaurant oh shit i didn't know that grilled biscuits bro so good all yeah. right frank for them. from the radiators owns it
1: and then they had uh the what was the uh oh the brass band
0: Gr- uh rebirth rebirth yeah. rebirth was big rebirth yeah about 10 years ago or 12 years ago They really like Got on a national level
1: Yeah that's right They played on all The football games And stuff Wow Good for them I used them In my first special I played Rebirth To open it up Oh really Yeah Dude I played Ricky B in Oh my, shit Never shake it for you hood Yeah of course I, I grew up on that song Yeah dude Bounce rap Yeah uh, What was it Partners in Crime P&C oh, yeah that's that, that new Mr. Mina with the fucking goat. Yeah, yes, bro. holy shit. This I is my whole da- uh, sock hop I life. I don't let him hoes, I don't let him hoes. And they all had dance, certain dance moves oh, with yeah. it and shit. I knew all that stuff.
0: Dude, they played I Don't Let Him Hoes, bro. No joke, at my
1: uncle's funeral, dude. How crazy is that? <laughs> like, that's Louisiana, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah bro. look, bro. Oh, we used to go to a fucking, uh, what was that? Me So Horny, what was that band? Two Live Crew. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's a great show. Yeah.
0: One of them was on um uh t- uh Tom Segura's podcast recently oh
1: shit your mom's house live i think lonnie live or whatever that man's name was oh wow or it might have been crew. I don't know who it was. One of them, dude. Yeah. Um, good times. I mean, What Bag of Donuts? They were pretty good. I wonder if they like moved on and did they shit. They were good, but
0: they ended up, They were always shooting toilet paper at the end. Right, you know? They had that right. toilet paper
1: gun. And yeah. I think
0: that's a, that's a point where people didn't take them as serious. Right.
1: Maybe. They became like hype men. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they were a great, like, I remember they'd come over to the North Shore and play, and people would go nuts. Go they'd
1: nuts. Like, bag of Donuts, is coming. Yeah. Baby. I saw you know them know at a frat party, and I was like, how'd you get them? Holy yeah. shit, you guys have some money. Yeah, or who's I got? I don't
0: want to vote to work. And then oh, I got high.
1: Afro Man. Afro he was man. big. I don't think he was from there, but he blew up there. Want to be my
0: boo. Goes I got, I got high. high, bro. I saw him one time. Be, he was so drunk on a stage, he vomited in his hat and just threw it off the back of the stage and just kept saying,
1: Damn,
0: at Old Miss University. Over wow,
1: there. I saw him live once and he had all these other songs. and Everybody's kind of like, All right, then he played I Got High, and everybody's like, Yeah, <laughs> and then he went back to the other one. And we we're like, All right, let's uh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt bad for him. That's all they wanted to hear. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Dude, yeah, man.
0: And one thing I loved about being around uh, Louisiana, especially
1: New Orleans, was just going to get oysters. That was something that was mm. nice all the time. Love a love an oyster on the half shell. A lot yeah. of people don't like it. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I get it. It is a gooey, snotty thing out of a shell. It's got a weird consistency. It's like a loogie. But it's I love risque. it. But a
0: girl will give a blowjob. You ain't going to have an oyster, dude. I'm out of here, good bro. Good point. Good <laughs> you know point. Know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll break an oyster out of the fridge just to see what her vibe is. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love them, but uh, you got—I think you got to grow up with them. Yeah. Same with Crawford. People are like, why do you waste time? It's so, and I'm like, it's about to hang. We're at a yeah. table. We got a keg of beer. We're throwing shells in the hole in the table. It's great.
0: Yeah, everybody's sina- everybody's got sinuses. Yeah. Somebody's fat uncle came over and he's in a boot. Right, right. <laughs> That's the craziest. That's true. Some slow walking. Right. Fucking Buzz Aldrin ass <laughs> dude shows
1: up, bro. Yeah, your Nana's there. You got to peel them for her. Yeah. She was friends with Rosa Parks, you know. <laughs> you can't shit. even see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or Throza Parks, which is my nickname for Kansas. Cam- Sam
0: Newton oh I like it they're pretty good that's pretty good with the headdress it's okay he's high he's a hot
1: hot uh, black man what do
0: you think happens to Drew Brees man do you have any insight
1: <laughs> I think he had a good run I think his hair is going and I think uh, he's a he's a cool dude and he's great for the city but I mean I think time has come now hmm. yeah. uh, what do you now, think a lot of people think it
0: man I mean he's th- he completed 73 percent of his passes last year that's the crazy part that's great right yeah. It's that's that's oh, that's that's a C.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a
2: C. Yeah, <laughs> that's an A. Plus.
0: That's
1: uh, an A. Plus. No, I like Drew. I, I'm a big guy. He's like the mayor. You know, if he came down to New Orleans oh, in, a, in yeah. a convertible and just waved, I mean, the fucking shut, buildings would shut down and people would jump out of windows. I mean, he's the guy. Yeah, he's fun to
0: watch on Instagram. He has his kids and stuff. Oh, I got I to gotta follow him. He's got him. three or four kids on there. Uh, or he's got three little boys and a little girl. Does he, um, does he know you? Yeah, I'll tell you this the only time I ever met him was at Lucy's. Huh? Scott Fujita, who was a football player for the Saints, brought him out to the comedy show One Night at Lucy's. Wow. He might have been on stage too and then Scott afterwards, he stayed for the whole show, three, like Whoa. one of the worst long, 22 comedians Ugh. in the lineup. A guy named Cornbread. Yeah, a guy Red named, Bean. Yeah, Red Bean, Dust Muppet. Rude Boy. Yeah, uh, Arteriosclerosis, dude, <laughs> this black set of twins. Um, <laughs> Cheat rock. Oh no, actually he was Greek, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, Arterio that sounds Arterio was right. Greek. That sounds more Greek. Um, though. Yeah, that was a shit show. I mean, and they brought and then afterwards Scott said, "Oh, hey, this is our, this is the new quarterback. This is Drew. This is Drew."
1: Wow, so you saw a
0: young Drew. And he was nice. Yeah, he just shook hands, he had on a hat and nobody knew who he nobody was. Wow. I mean, people knew, but nobody like New new. New new.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Though by the way, it has got to suck to be Scott Fajita cuz everybody's going fajita not nah, fajita. Yeah. Fajita, fajita. That's unless you opened up a restaurant after yeah. now nah, you're sizzling fajitas yeah yeah that's not bad come get these fajitas in your mouth uh. <laughs> i love it. is there anything better than a fajita plate that sizzle oh, coming it at comes you out the, yeah the piping hot it's it's bubbling and crackling and it's got the smoke everybody I, at the table's jealous like damn yeah, it i fucking, got a fucking yeah i got I gotta, the wonton yeah i got enchiladas here you're you're yeah. sizzling
0: yeah, I used to think it was a Mexican birthday cake when they brought it out. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> right. You know?
1: It shows up and you blow on it. Yeah. <laughs> you make a wish. Yeah. Uh, Mark Norman, thanks for
0: coming in. man. Where yeah. are, you, are you coming up? Where are you going to be? Are you coming up in some school spots? When this come
2: out? Uh, tomorrow. Yep. Oh,
1: great. I'm, I'm at the La Jolla Comedy Store tonight. Okay, great. And all weekend. And I'm, I'm doing the, the road and I'm finally selling tickets for the love of Allah. Jesus. But I'm all my dates are on marknormancomedy.com. Are they? And uh, i am uh, I got my own podcast called Tuesdays with Stories. See me in New York. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, queef, anal, semen. Go nuts. We'd love to have you. I'm all over the road this year, so check well I'll do. So, yeah, so
0: just don't drive behind him is what he's saying. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've been drinking, yeah. so uh, be careful out there. But I'm on a moped, so you'll probably kill me before I kill you. You name it, I'm coming. Chicago, uh, Utah, Royal Oak, all the good ones. Okay uh,
0: Cool Uh Thank you guys Yeah Thank you guys for being here man Thanks thank you. Mark Yeah it's fun man
1: Praise Allah Yay
2: Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it In my bones but it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake And let myself unwind Shine
3: A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great! Aye, sweetheart, easy deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Do oh, I
0: Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry,
4: sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs>